0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast, and I'm just checking in on you. And if you're, you're, you're someone who listens regularly to this podcast, you're probably thinking to yourself, hey, Bill, what's with the quiet, glum, fucking tone? This is not why I listen to this podcast. I listen to this podcast for laughs. So why don't you pick up the energy and dance, you bald, orange, freckled monkey? Huh? Um, everybody's asleep upstairs, so I got I to gotta be quiet here. Um, speaking of orange monkeys, everybody, you must have seen that fucking video. It was all over the gram as the kids call it, the gram. Uh, actually, nobody's like on Instagram anymore. Oh, my God. Everybody's on. It's like all about TikTok. That was like so fucking two years ago. You fucking social media whores. I love how people like keep, you know, I'm not even on Facebook anymore. Like that's like a fucking status thing now. Oh, Really? Is Facebook not cool enough for you yet? You know what they like? They're like those fucking jerk-off club kids. Are there even clubs anymore? You know? Or do you just go on Amazon and you order shit that you'd see in the club and it comes right to your house and you have your own club in your house? I love how cunts are doing that now. Everybody's just fucking... "Ah, I'll tell you these goddamn kids today, they don't even fucking go out and go buy toothpaste they fucking order it through Amazon and then some fucking idiot pulls up on a giant UPS truck and hands you a tube of toothpaste. I mean, is there any wonder why there's so many fat fucking kids out there? You know what I mean? Just a bunch of fucking lard asses with like jacked 0% body fat fingers from fucking typing on their keyboard ordering goddamn cupcakes. Their fucking... If their bodies were in the fucking shape their fingers are from copying and pasting and hashtagging and on their... F- whatever. Oh, Jesus, he's extra grumpy tonight. Um, yeah, all these fucking social media whores. At what, at what point are you going to get some self-esteem and, and just realize that, you know, it's just the same cunts going from fucking... Platform to platform. Oh, is that where the cool kids are now? Think about it. Think how many times you put on your hoary makeup and got on a Friendster, and then you went on fucking Facebook and then MySpace, and then Facebook opened it up to everybody, and then, oh, the fucking parents ruined it. Fucking ruined Facebook, right? And then where'd you go? Vine? Was that the next one? Twitter was somewhere in there. I just remember comics going, oh, dude, are you on Twitter yet? You got to get on Twitter. Are you on Vine? Dude, Vine's the next thing. Dude, are you on Instagram? I stopped on in Instagram. I'm just going to grow old with my followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> like some fucking old Vegas act. Every couple of years, you just move down to a smaller and smaller room till so you literally, you know, gets to the point people are checking into the hotel and they can take in your show while they wait for their turn to get their fucking keys. You're standing over there in the corner. You know, welcome to Harris. Welcome to O'Shea's, everybody. Congratulations, you hit rock bottom. You hit rock bottom, right? And then you're fucking, you're making those jokes and then you get reprimanded. Uh, we got some complaints from some of the uh, customers that you were making them feel bad about staying here. Do you have a comment on that? Yeah, I do have a comment on that. You have dollar craps. All right? Stop acting like you don't know what the fuck you're attracting here. Roaches skip this fucking place. Do you guys ever go to O'Shea's? Should have called it oh Jesus. Sorry. Um, O'Shea's. Was this fucking casino next? I used to work the improv at Harris way back in the day. There's no improv there anymore. I used to work there, and this guy used to come out on a fucking unicycle with makeup on to that fucking song. You all ready for this? And I just remember him in between shows, just nice as can be, just sitting there. You know, with his fucking makeup on and his goddamn unicycle. And the level of depression that I had to fight off, because he was such a fucking nice guy. And I'm like, what this fucking business did to this guy. And and, and 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 he'd get out there and he'd be fucking hopping up and down on that fucking thing. Putting on this show. You know, the thing where you pedal forward and backwards, you know, so you don't fucking tip over. Fourteen times I would watch that guy. Two shows Tuesday. Two shows Wednesday, two Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. It was nothing longer than that fucking week. Oh, my God. My favorite time during those weeks at Harris was like the second I said goodnight on the second show. And it was just like, oh, my God, let's get out of this fucking casino. And I would just go with the other actor. We would just get the fuck out of there. And uh, the unicycle guy was old, so he wouldn't hang with us. I forget his name. He's a real nice guy. You know, he'd be taking his fucking makeup off as you were getting ready to do your second show. All right, man, take it easy. He would leave. And you'd go out and go do your fucking show. And this is back when people gambled, too. So the shows were quick. That was the one thing. Get him in and get him the fuck back on the floor. And we'd walk out, and every once in a while, you'd just go next door to that fucking O'Shea's. The great thing about O'Shea's is, is you could gamble like James Bond. I Meaning you, you could sit there for like a fucking hour and not go broke because it was so cheap. That was the first thing I learned. First time I took my wife to a casino, I sat down to play. I don't even know. I think I was playing craps or something. A roulette, one of those dumbass games. And you just show up and like within five minutes, you've lost all your money. And you're like, where's the part where I sit down in my white tuxedo and they come over and offer me a drink for nothing? When the fuck does that happen? Like, how much money do you need to have at these fucking places, you know? So uh, I used to go over to fucking O'Shea's, OG's. And you could sit there and fucking gamble for like an hour or whatever until it was boring. Um, Or go over to Caesar's, Dude, I've been been doing it long enough. I was out. In Vegas, before that tiger attacked that guy. Like they were across the street. Siegfried and Roy, rest their souls, were still doing shows when I first came out. Danny Gans was still alive. The amount of fucking people that died since I started. Oh my God, this is getting dark. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> that was the. The, like, in the 90s, that was the Let's Get the Party Started fucking song. There was a few clubs that just had these songs that they would play to start the shows. And they just fucking played them forever. And you'd come back, you know, you wouldn't play the club for two years. And they get ready to start the show and they play the same theme music. And you're like, they're still playing this? Like, I remember the Comedy Connection at Faneuil Hall used to play this guitar instrumental. Uh, that White Cliffs of Dover. It was this fucking. I don't know what it was. It was like a, a fucking Mormon, a virgin Mormon, right? Before he has 28 wives, right? Would fucking. If he wrote a guitar solo, like that's what it would sound like. Um, it was just fucking—I don't even know what it was. It was weird. It was like upbeat and happy, which none of the music I was listening to at that time. I don't—I can't even explain. It. it was just like, maybe it's, I think it has more to do with me than the poor bastard that wrote that fucking song. I just want to say that did you have any pain in life? Like, what in the fuck am I listening to right now? Maybe he's one of those people that had, like, so much fucking pain that his, his thing was, I'm just going to bring joy to people. Like, your brain, you heard that song, like, your brain just, you couldn't think anything after. So anyways, I hadn't played that. Cl- I remember they they played that, like, I was living in Boston when I started out, or outside of Boston. And I used to give him shit, like, even back then, going, are you ever going to change this fucking song? I started off with that weird, (laughs) this fucking weird intro, some weird shit like that, then it'd go, I'm telling you, fucking something like that, right, I just threw like three different bookers of it, I was like, you guys ever going to change this song, and they would just laugh, thinking I was making a big deal out of nothing but they had no idea how fucking depressing it was, was to leave Boston and come back like a year later and finally get a gig there. And they're still playing that fucking song. Still have the same carpet. Everything got a little older. Waitresses got older. I got older. It just made you think about dying. Um... If you're new to this podcast, it's usually not this fucking bleak or dark. But anyways, all these fucking social media whores reminded me of back in the day when I lived in um, New York and it was right as Paris and Nikki Hilton were getting famous and they were sort of writing about these club kids, these rich kids, you know, of Manhattan socialites, not like everybody down there was like, you know, wasn't like the Hiltons were hanging out with the fucking Four Seasons kids and the Macy's fucking cousins or whatever, but, like, whatever. They were down there. And I just remember what always struck me as so funny was there'd be a club and it would be the hottest fucking thing ever and everyone would be a big fucking line down the street, all these who is all these women dressed like hoo-was. They dressed like fucking prostitutes. Who's kidding who? You know what I mean? Remember back in the day you'd see a prostitute walking down the street? You would see him. Now you probably see them, but now they're just dre- everybody dresses like, every fucking brought out there seems to be dressing like them, walking around with no goddamn clothes on. What are you talking about, Bill? I don't know. I'm just talking generally speaking. Um, I mean, yeah, you just, they just sort of pushed it to the limit of how you can dress up a vagina seductively, to the point now the only place to go is to just walk down the street with just heels on. Um But anyways, these fucking kids, they'd be all about this fucking place, right? And then all of a sudden, the place across the... new place across the street would open up. And then that was the place. And then the other place across the street would slow... would die. This slow death. And it's just like, it's this... but. It's the same jerk offs. You guys just all walked across the fucking street. And they just sort of dressed it up differently. Social media is like that. It's the same fucking. Oh, really, Bill? Have you figured out social media? You freckled cunt. I like to think I have. You know. Anyway. So the latest news in my life. Is the lights in my driveway, Right. They're like, you know, when I go out to my garage, I like them lit up because, you know, this cow, coyotes is a fucking mountain lion. I mean, they fucking live close by, right? Or whatever. I don't even know if there's mountain lions. I have no fucking idea. If they're the fucking hills, there's deer. There's a deer, there's a bear. It's just, you know, or a fucking something's eating that thing. What is it? Do- what is the purpose of a fucking deer? The purpose of a deer is to feed a mountain lion or a bear. So if you see one of those fucking things, that's why if I see a bunch of mice and shit like that, I know there's snakes around. You know what I mean? Those are like sliders for fucking reptiles. So if you, you see those things around, I immediately like, there's fucking snakes here. I got to get out of here. Everybody focuses on the mouse and they think that's the worst of your problems. It's not the mouse. The mouse sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. The fucking fast as shit though. I've had a few mice in my fucking house. In the day. And like, not only they fast, they're fucking quiet as shit. Those little fucking feet make no noise. And they haul ass. And anyway, it's not the mouse. It's what the fuck eats that thing. So if you have a mouse in your house, eventually you're going to have a fucking snake. So you have to catch that little cunt. Or who's, who's kidding who? You have to hire somebody. You know? Now there's a fucking recession-proof fucking job. Right? rodent in pest control. I don't care what the fucking economy is, people are not living with mice. They're not living with bugs, they're not living with that shit. I don't give a fuck if they have to skip, if they don't have to eat for a fucking week. They will prioritize getting somebody over there to spray carcinogens into the air in their house, knowing that you're bigger then the fucking mouse and the mouse is going to die and you eventually will too, but not for a long fucking time. And you will live a mouse free existence while those chemicals slowly do their magic, do their job, which is to kill. Um, literally they spray shit. I swear to God, they spray shit in your fucking house that is probably banned by NATO you know, you can't drop it on a city, but you can drop it in your own house <laughs> to take out some fucking goddamn rodents. Um, anyway, so the latest thing. So I like having the lights the driveway. You know what I mean? I want to see what's going to kill me. I just don't want to sense that there's something there. It's my big fear of the ocean. It's not that I it, there's sharks. It's that I can't see them. That's what I don't like. You know what I mean? It's not that it's a... I, you know, anyway, so I'm getting the guy to fix these fucking lights, you know, because I tried to do it and failed miserably. And the lights are just the cheapest, shittiest fuck. I don't know who the fuck redid this house 20 years ago, but this was a flip is what I finally fucking realized. And anyways, the guy tells me, he goes into my wall and he goes, yeah, you know, I undid the light bulb And I took it out and light was still shining through the hole. And I was like, what's going on here? Why am I seeing light? And he said, do you realize this wall is not really a wall? Like there's no cinder blocks in here. This is like plywood. It's like a hollow wall that they put plaster over. And I swear to God, if I ever meet the fucking guy, like he's going to give a shit. If I ever meet the guy who flipped this fucking house, I don't know who it was, but in my fantasy, I meet him and I tell him what a soulless, heartless, cheap fuck he is. And it actually registers in my fantasy and he actually feels bad, which in reality I know would never happen. He wouldn't give a fuck. He would actually get enjoyment probably. I'm assuming it's a he because I'm progressive and I believe women, and women don't lie, and when they flip a house, they actually put concrete cinder blocks in the walls because they are higher beings than us, okay? And when they shit on our beds, know that you as a man made them do it. Um. Anyway. Evidently, the Celtics won tonight, which I'm very <laughs> thrilled about, but I did not watch one second of the game. Why, Bill? I'll tell you why. Because I mentioned this. I did the bottom of the first of the Red Sox-Angels game the other day. And the uh, the announcer, uh, Dan O'Brien, was asking me, you know, if I was going wa- to watch, you know, the Celtics in the finals and stuff. And I basically told him that I lacked the emotional maturity to watch my own team in the NBA finals when my kids are around. You know what I mean? And I don't, it's like, I don't want to be playing shoots and ladders while screaming my NBA referee conspiracy theories, you know, about that fucking league. I don't want to do that. I just had to make like a judgment here. Like, what do you want to be here, Bill? Do you want to be a good father or do you want to be a basketball fan? You know, so it's kind of a no brainer. I'm like, I'm just, I'm not watching this shit. I'll record the games. I'll find out who wins If If the fucking Celtics lose, I'm still going to watch the game, but I will watch it after I know what the fuck's going to happen. And then that way I don't have to die a thousand deaths and sit there screaming and yelling at the fucking t- I I don't want to sit there and watch the Celtics you know, playing in an away game and just, like, hating some random guy from fucking San Francisco in the crowd who's miming shooting a bow and arrow every time fucking Steph Curry hits a three. Like, do I really want to do that to myself? Is this making me happier as a person? I mean, if we win, I guess it does. But, like, at the end of the day, I don't feel like freaking out my fucking kids. So I just, like, was like, I'm going to just keep watching the Red Sox. I'm going to watch game 58. (laughs) And it doesn't matter. By the way, Red Sox, two games above 500. I don't know if they won or lost tonight. But um, considering where the hell we were, we're doing all right at this point. Um, I think we're just playing for the wild card because I don't know if the Yankees are going to fucking do worse than 7-3. and Every 10 games, they're playing like 700 ball. They're fucking killing it. Um... So yeah, I decided I was not. I was not watching that shit. I was like, "Fuck it." And uh, I heard it was an incredible game, but I. I enjoyed the experience of not watching it more, I think, than I. And it's really just the NBA because I can handle the MLB, and I can handle the NFL, and I can even handle the NHL. Um, as much as the NHL drives me nuts as a fucking league. But there's just nothing like the NBA. Um, Like you watch. like I I really feel like the refs, through the first four games, their job is to make sure it's 2-2. And at that point, they're going to kind of let them, you know, whatever. At this point, we know it's going to go 6. So let's not be overt about what the fuck it is that we're doing here. And then they sort of let them play a little bit. Um, I mean, just when you just look at like some of the fucking the games throughout the years, like can anybody like objectively look at that game seven in two thousand and nine um, when the Lakers played the Celtics and they called thirty something fouls on the Celtics and, like, in the teens on the Lakers. You just can't fucking do that in a game seven unless the other team is literally taking out a two-by-four and fucking smashing people over the head with it. And they weren't. It was just they called ticky-tack shit. I remember that, like, Kobe got shut down that game. He had a terrible fucking game, and in the fourth quarter, he shot 14 free throws. (laughs) <laughs> rest his soul, one of the greatest of all time, okay? But, like, I watched him take unguarded shots from the foul line. And it was like, it wasn't even basketball. I might as well just watch the fucking shoot around. They've had mobbed up refs. They've had all of this shit. They, everybody just fucking like, looks the other way. Whatever. I, 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 you'll never get me off of that ledge. That like they just NBA officials literally dictate the pace of the game, speed it up, slow it down. It's fucking ins. I don't know how you watch that sport. My my hat is off to anybody who's a diehard NBA fan and can just sit there year after year watching those refs just fucking you. There's <laughs> no other sport. There is no other fucking sport where the ref can just... Fight. If they were in a fucking mood, if there's a guy on your team that they don't fucking like, like, the game you're going to have to play to come away with the victory. You ever hear that fucking Allen Iverson story? Allen Iverson, I forget what, he said something about the NBA officials and then they just started calling him, like, fucking three games in a row, four games in a row... They just call him for carrying and traveling and all of that shit that he was doing every night. And after like the third or fourth game, he looks at one of the refs and he just goes, "How long is this gonna last?" And the guy goes, "How long is what gonna last?" And he goes, "You know what I'm talking about." And the guy smiled. And then it was it. They they showed the authority that they had over him, and he had to get his mind right, like fucking Cool Hand Luke. And then they let him play his game again. But it's just like, I just don't know that there's another sport where you, that you can that effectively fuck over a star player like the NBA refs. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. All right? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just a guy who, real, who thought he, he purchased a house that was built properly and he found out that it's actually fucking made out of Legos. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it has nothing to do with the refs and it just has to do with the fact that, you know, I'm putting lights in a wall so I can see coyotes and fucking mountain lions that if they had half a fucking brain would realize they could just sort of just push down my wall anyway if they wanted to. If they really wanted to, they could fucking organize, you know what I mean? get a little bit of fucking respect in their goddamn lives. Um, Anyway, speaking of social media, I was watching this fucking clip of this gorilla that fucking, it met a gopher or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it was. And I don't mean a gopher, like on a construction job, some guy fucking dragging the fucking, the goddamn roof shingles up to the fucking carpenters up top. God knows I did that goddamn job. I mean like an actual gopher. A real one so the gorilla meets the thing right and he was super like gentle with it it was like you know slash also kind of like apprehensive like is this thing gonna bite me and then all of these assholes were talking about it. and you know these animal lovers you know who think like sharks have feelings have you seen those videos where somebody takes a fish hook out of a fucking shark's mouth And then they make these videos of the sharks swimming up to him and being like, hey, man, I remember you. I fucking remember you. Thanks for taking that shark, that, that fucking fish hook out of my goddamn shark mouth. And, like, everybody's just like, see, these sharks have feelings. And I'm just thinking, like, well, okay but is that a real friend? You know what I mean? It's like if you didn't do that for him, that shark would try and fucking eat you. So like that's, that's, that's the kind of person a shark is. It's like if you don't help me out through a hardship in my life, I will bite your leg off when you're in the ocean. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think I need something like that in my life. But I also, I don't get mad at sharks. I respect them. Okay, and I respect their territory. And I really, in my heart of hearts, truly believe we have no fucking business being in the ocean other than frolicking along the fucking coasts. But we shouldn't be dumping our shit out there. We should be living with it and coming up with a solution for it. And, you know, if you're a scuba diver, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Like, leave them alone. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just fucking with you guys. I'm just fucking terrified of the ocean. Like, I'll tell you right now, fucking cave divers. I, I, it's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, how bad are you at talking to women that you have to fucking cave dive? You know what I mean? Just so you have something to talk about or hopefully somebody talks about hey, it. That's that's uh, uh, Mikey Mikerson over there. You know, he he does cave diving, you know? Like, women don't give a fuck about that. You know, if you cave dived and you, and you fucking found some buried treasure, you know, on a regular basis, then all the whores would come running. Um, God, it's so cynical. It's just really cynical tonight. I don't know why. Um, I saw a beautiful Ford F-250 today four-wheel drive. It's all white. I hate that they don't offer more colors in the F-250s. You know what I mean? Like the F-150s have all the fucking colors, but every one of those fucking trucks is four doors. I hate, I fucking hate a four-door pickup. It's so fucking, it's like a fucking giant station wagon, except you don't have the cap on the back. Then you have that little stupid six-foot bed. What, are you going to put half an L-shaped couch back there? Like, what the fuck is that for? You know what I mean? Get a four-door sedan or buy a fucking truck. I, I will go to my grave saying a fucking pickup truck is two doors with a bench seat and an eight-foot bed. You know? You know, unless you get older. And you get older, then you get the fucking the two-door with the bench seat and the six-foot bed. And then that's trucks for, like, Hot Rodders and then, like, old guys. That's the truck version of, like, the three-wheeled motorcycle. You ever see that? Some old Hell's Angel. He's going to ride till he dies, but now he's just, he's got fucking sciatic nerve issues going down both legs. So he's got to have, like, the fucking tripod thing. He rolls down the street. Ah, I used to ride on two wheels. Now I'm on three. (laughs) that ratty fucking braided ponytail, you know? His fucking tattooed wife with her fucking skin damage. Still showing that tramp stamp. How about a shout-out to women who still have tramp stamps, who didn't get them covered up, who aren't embarrassed that they came of age in the 90s? You know, who have the courage... They have their tattoo, let the world know that they backed into a lot of dick when Clinton was in office, you know? I respect that. Um, all right, let's do some reads here, some advertising. <laughs> oh, look who it is, everybody. Oh, it's simply safe. Simply safe, like riding a three-wheeled motorcycle. Those giant dumb fenders. Um, By the way, I thought, like, they ruled out those things. Well, they used to have the Honda ATC. They used to kill like fucking 20 kids in every town when I was growing up. Um, simply safe, everybody. You know, guys, you know, oh, I can't even read this. You guys know I love the break-in protection that my simply safe home security system gives me. Yeah, I got one of the cameras right on my cardboard fucking wall. Um, but it's not always outside forces that you need simply safe protection from. Meet Amy. Amy, what the fuck happened to you? Did someone break in that was related to you? Why do you need cameras inside your fucking house? Meet Amy, a simply safe customer and a chronic sleepwalker. <laughs> <laughs> who who lives near a four-lane highway. Holy shit. Did was she aware of her fucking problem before she fucking signed that lease? Jesus Christ! I'm suicidal. I just bought a penthouse fucking apartment. Um, one night a few months ago, she slept, walked out of her bedroom, and then continued right out the front door. Wait a minute. Did she unlock the door? At what point are you awake? That is a dangerous situation, dude. Have you ever fucking dated a chick that sleepwalks? That's gonna be the scariest, thing, scariest thing ever. It's like you're dating that chick from the ring. Um, anyways, oh, here's the, here's the most obvious sentence of copy I've ever read. That that is a dangerous situation. She could have been heading for a big accident. Can you imagine driving down the street? You're fucking half asleep after working a double shift. Some fucking white chick comes out in her fucking. Dressed like Ebenezer, you know, you know that long shirt people used to walk with that fucking hat, just walking barefoot, muttering to herself. Um, I want to say there was a horror movie that started like that. Anyway, she could have been heading for a big accident. Luckily, as she walked out of her house, the simply safe entry sensor on her front door triggered the 9.5 dB decibel siren in the base station. That is loud. God damn right it is, loud enough, in fact, to wake her up before she wandered into the street or some other trouble. Oh, my God, this poor woman. How the fuck do you go to sleep after that? You wake up to an air raid siren standing in the shrubs. <laughs> hey, Amy, you're looking a little tired this morning. Uh, seconds later, Amy even got a call from Simply Safe, checking to make sure that everything was okay. Amy was a little groggy. I believe she was probably two glasses of wine in before she had that fucking phone call, but she was just fine. Amy actually says that on that sleepy night, Simply Safe saved her life. Well, good for them. Protecting, jeez, uh, I would like fucking tie myself to the bed. Uh, protecting people is ways they never. Protecting people in ways they never could imagine is just one of the reasons more than four million people use and love Simply Safe. If you have sleep apnea, does it set off that ninety-five decibel fucking alarm? You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/burr. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus twenty percent off with interactive monitoring. Dude, she should have, like, one of those fucking leashes, you know? Back in the day when people would have their dogs in the backyard and they'd go running, running after you, and they'd reach the end of their leash and get fucking yanked back by their neck. Uh, Go to simplysafe.com slash burr. S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash burr. All right. And with that, that is the podcast here, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. That was a fun one. I was in a stupid mood. Um, yes leave the page how many times i going to click on this shit Um, please enjoy the music Uh, and there's going to be a uh, I don't know what a bonus episode of the Thursday afternoon just before Friday Monday morning podcast after this so you're going to get another half hour of content okay see that not all redheads are the spawn of the devil don't ever forget that but I wouldn't trust us all right Have a great weekend, you cunts, and I'll check in on
1: you on Monday.
0: What's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, June 9th, 2014. One day before my fucking birthday. Happy birthday to me. Oh, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, you redheaded, freckled cunt. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, you fucking douche. What's going on? How are you? I've watched a bunch of sports this week. That's all I did. That's all I did. You know how many times I sat through the national anthem? Whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody's different version of it. You know, I got to go with Harry Carey. Just sing the goddamn song. Just fucking get on with it. Just drop the fucking puck. Just throw up the basketball. Throw out the first pitch. Can we do like a trade-off like every other game? We just say we pledge allegiance. Can we do that? We can all murmur it in the crowd. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands. I got choked up there. One nation under God, indivisible. Individual? Indivisible. I don't know. With liberty and justice for all. You know, well, for most people and for others more so than, than, than not, you know, depending on, you know, skin color and, uh, what family you were born into, what part of the country, right? If your parents were bankers, you know, if your parents bought a $50,000 fl- plate of uh fucking trout at an Obama rally, whatever, whatever those fucking politicians do, those filthy stinking bastards, I'll tell you, they're all a bunch of fucking liars. All right. (laughs) We're all liars, aren't we? I'll speak for yourself, Bill. Um, I'm behind on everything. I don't even know what's going on in the world. I keep seeing this shit about fucking. I thought. I thought that this. Oh, don't do this to me. This fucking computer. Come on, man. Here we go. What is this? This Bergdahl. Isn't there like also a place like Berganze that everybody's freaking out about? I really pay attention to like national and international events the way my wife watches sports, which is you just sort of walk by the TV. And if the same kind of if the same athlete is on enough, she'll just be like, oh, yeah, he's good. He's good. I do that with international stories like, oh, that's uh, a lot of people are uh, talking about that. There was like I guess there was an embassy that was bombed. Oh Jesus! I want to I want to fucking read the national news. So this Bergdahl guy, how do you say his name? All I remember was at some point there was some fucking guy who looked like he was on Doug Dynasty, speaking Arabic, and everybody got, got all freaked out, and Obama was standing there looking uncomfortable, and I guess some guy got released from prison, and everybody's fucking mad because his dad spoke Arabic at the White House and claimed the White House? You should see the guy. This guy that they think just claimed the White House for Islam. This guy looks like... uh, Did you ever see that episode of Honey Boo Boo where the people were all sitting in that fucking room with one light bulb bidding on food that had already expired? That's what this guy looks like. I don't think he fucking... I don't think the White House has anything to worry about. (laughs) You know, can everybody just fucking relax? The guy, they he said they stuck him in a shark cage. He's so fucking like out of it from his captivity. He's calling like it's just basically a cage. It's not a shark cage. How the fuck would the Taliban get a shark cage, you know, in the middle of Afghanistan? Jesus Christ, where did they drag that thing in from? The fucking Black Sea? I mean, come on, people tip your staff over there. you know something the fucking Taliban works out on a jungle gym as far as I remember from the last newscast that I watched about 15 fucking years ago or maybe it was 10 I don't know they work out on a jungle gym where where the fuck are they going to get the money for a shark cage to have that thing flown into Afghanistan like they have some sort of international airport they have one we built it right we built it so we could land there you know Try to slap them around and give them a bucket of KFC to let them know what the good life's about. Right? If you guys see that, I just saw a commercial um, uh, for Kentucky Fried Chicken where the parents are all excited because their two bratty kids won't sit still at the dinner table. But they got them this fucking chicken and they're feeding it to them. They're basically very subtly saying that there's drugs in this chicken that will make your spastic children Chill the fuck out. And spastic, I mean, like you know, not not the way they mean it over there in Great Britain. You can't say that on the comedy. or you can say it in a comedy club over in Scotland, but you'll have a rough you'll have a rough go of it if you say the kid was spastic over there. That means like severely uh, mentally challenged. Over here, it just means you're not going to get laid till you're 26. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in grad school. Looking over a fucking cadaver, right, with some other fucking nerd, nerd, right? And you're just sitting there going, you know, the ankle bone's connected to the knee bone, right? Has any of this made any sense? Well, it shouldn't. It's fucking Sunday night, and I am spent. And I got a whole bunch of shit I have to do tomorrow, so I got to do it tonight. All right, I'm off my game. All right, I got to do, I got to talk to the regular guys tomorrow, one of my favorite radio shows out there. I got to talk to them tomorrow morning. Which you guys are probably listening to this. I've already done it to hype my show in Atlanta at the Tabernacle. Two shows. I'm taping there for my next stand-up special. And I got to tell you, I got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of fucking eyebrow raising when I've been talking to other comedians. Where you taping? I go Atlanta. They go Atlanta. Really? they got good crowds down there. They got great fucking crowds down there. It's going to be an even better show because. I'm going to be going to, I mean, I wish I was going even further into the South. You know, it'd be a great special. I should have taped it in like fucking Macon, Georgia. And then when I went up there and I did my bit about how I want to get a 22 caliber, that's all I want to protect my house and watch those fucking backwards people lose their goddamn minds. That adds a whole nother layer to the joke, right? Who the fuck knows? I don't know, but I'm going to be down there. Um, I got to hype the show to sell the last remaining tickets. Um, to the special, I hope you guys, uh, come out to the show should be a, uh, should be a goddamn hoot nanny. That's what the fuck it should be. Um, all right. So what's going on in the world? What did I do this week? I didn't fucking do anything completely lost my train of thought. I didn't do shit this week. All I did was I watched sports and it was great because you had the, uh, the NHL and the NBA finals and they, they, so far they've been on different nights. So I've watched every second every of, of all of them because I have no I don't really have a life right now I'm just kind of sitting here waiting for June 20th when I take my special that's all I'm waiting for and once I get past that once I get past that all right old Billy boy here old Freckles is fucking I'm I'm go I'm falling off the wagon in a big way all right. I've been on the fucking wagon right now for 52 fucking days, and I've had it, all right? You you cleanse your liver in like 42, 43 days or something like that. Every drunk I know has told me that. Every drunk I know that does not have a medical degree has told me that if you go 42, 43 days, you will cleanse your liver, at least to the booze, you know? Now, if you fucking... You start doing blow or, uh, you know, eating a bunch of trans fat fucking food or feeding your kids Kentucky fried fucking chicken. Jesus Christ, what happened to parents that you got to drug your kids to keep them under control? You know, you know what it is? Kids don't respect their parents. They respect them, but they don't respect like, oh, my God, this this person could wring my neck, could pick me up by my hair, right? Could grab a paddle and fucking, you know, mostly hit my ass, but also kind of hit my lower back because I'm squirming, right? That doesn't exist anymore. So now these kids are so fucking out of control. These people have to go down to Kentucky Fried Chicken, okay? And I, I, I use the term chicken very loosely to go down in whatever that is that's in that bucket, okay? If it doesn't have a beak, if it doesn't have feet, if it's fucking, you know, chest is, its breasts is sticking out like the cast on fucking, uh, what, was, what was that show with the Italians there on New Jersey Shore? Jersey Shore, right? In my world, that's not a fucking chicken. You know, you want the chicken that looked like Mark Maguire in his rookie season. You don't want to eat the chicken that looks like Mark McGuire when he fucking played for the Cardinals. You know? you eat a regular fucking chicken, first of all, it's going to look like a pigeon to you because you're so used to seeing those roided up ones that they have murderers row that you got down there at your fucking Shaws, right? Your Vaughn's, your JC Penney's, wherever the fuck you buy your goddamn chicken. You go down, you go down to any one of the mainstream fucking supermarkets. Okay. And I swear to God, when you get to the chicken section, okay, if you if you've slept for the last 30 years. Like that Van Gundy guy under the bridge, whatever his fucking name is, Van Morrison. What the hell's his name? Rip Van Winkle, right? It was one of those people, one of the Vans. Um, if you slept for the last thirty years and you went down, okay, and they showed you what a chicken was, you'd be like, uh, you'd be like, that ain't no chicken. Okay, it's a goddamn turkey. I know a fucking t- I know a fucking turkey when I see one. All right. Ain't no such thing as a nine-pound fucking chicken. Can't be done. No, sir. No, sir. Get off my property, okay? I'm I'm done with your witchcraft, okay? Hey, I said get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck off my property. Um... Honey, get the gun. Um... <sighs> Yeah, you would think it was a fucking turkey. And the thing is, is now it's a chicken. And I remember I watched one of those food inks, one of those fucking liberal goddamn things, you know, talking about flying carpets and electric roads and all that bullshit. Somewhere in there, they were talking about, you know, the food supply and how poisonous it is. Poisonous. Poisonous it is. is. Um, So I fucking went down to a farmer's fucking market. And um, I said, I want to, I want to, i want to all i want i want a, i want an all natural fucking chicken i can't even talk i'm so tired I want an all natural f- chicken and the guy goes these are all natural and i said all natural and he goes well i'm like come on where is it and he had to walk around the corner sitting over there lonely i swear to god looking like a dove looking like somebody killed a fucking dove he goes right there that one right there is 100% all natural, nothing's wrong with it. And I was like, I was like, what? what? That's what a chicken's supposed to look like? And he raised his eyebrows and he he, he kind of put his lips together so they were a straight line and then he nodded. You know, that look that people do, like, like, yeah, I'm in the Matrix. I realize I'm in the Matrix, but, you know, I knocked the bitch up. So I got to be selling these roided up chickens. No. Um, <laughs> anyways, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So basically, that's what these people are eating over there. Okay. They are, they are drugging up their kids. But I can't get mad at them because I actually did that to Charlie Murphy and uh, Don L. Rawlings. I've told this story before. Hey, I'll tell it again. It's my fucking podcast. I actually drug... The exact thing that they're doing in that Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial where they're trying to get their kids to sit still by just feeding them so full of these fucking trans fats from these roided-up, beakless fucking chickens with their Dolly Parton brestices, right? I did that to fucking Donnell and Charlie. I was hungover. And we were taking a car service from Chicago Zany's up to one of those, one of the fuck it was, St. Charles. It was a three-city run, and one of them was St. Charles. So we're getting in the fucking limo. Donnell's in rare form. Charlie's in rare form. They're fucking gabbing and trashing people and me and everybody, and I just don't want to hear it. I'm like, I don't want to listen to these fucking guys running their goddamn yaps in the back of this car, the whole fucking way up. I want a nice quiet ride. This is going to suck. And I walked outside hung over and I walked into the Chicago air, you know, almost got hit by three fat people. And, um, I looked up the street and I saw it. I saw Popeye's and I was like, Oh, thank God. And I fucking walked in there and I got all this fucking Popeye's chicken with biscuits and all of this shit food. And I brought it back to the car. And as the car pulled up, they came out. And I said, hey, guys, I got, some, I got us some food. And they went, oh, that's fucking great. You know, they were hungry or whatever. And they started chowing that fucking Popeye's food. And I sat back nibbling on a drumstick. <laughs> and I swear to God, 10 minutes later, they were asleep. I'm not lying to you. They were fucking asleep, snoring the whole way up. And I was just sitting there loving life the whole fucking ride up. And I, you know what? I admitted to them later. They thought it was funny, but that's basic what it is. They call it the itis. That's what they call it. When you eat that shit food and then you have to go to sleep, they call it the itis, I guess. And by they, I mean African-Americans. Um, they call it the fucking itis. And that's what they got. They, and I learned that from Donnell because I don't know how that man stayed in shape but he had the worst diet he's one of those guys who like you stop for gas and he comes out of the gas station with like one of those gas station hot dogs <laughs> and he would eat it and then he would immediately fall asleep and I and I would say to Charlie look at this guy he's sleeping and Charlie would be like yeah man he got the itis and he explained that to me and with that little bit of information It went into my evil white brain and I drugged my two African-American friends way back in the year 2005. Um, And that's a little chicken story for you. How did you like that, everybody? So that's what the fuck they're saying right there. That's what Kentucky Fried Chicken is allegedly saying. I guess I have to say alleged so their lawyers on retainer don't attack my fucking podcast. As far as I can tell, I'm asking you right now, Um, Kentucky fried chicken hiding behind your fucking letters. KFC. Is that what the fuck you do? Is that what you're saying? If you got kids who are not stimulated enough that they can't even sit down. If you haven't, you gotta run them around. You gotta tire your kids out. Open the door. You send them out in the fucking yard. Go ahead. Go outside. Get outside and play. That's what you do. Like a goddamn one of those fucking Irish dogs. It was bred to, to, to herd sheep. You got to let that fucking thing run around. Run around in circles. Go ahead, get out there. Take a ball. You just fucking throw it out in traffic. You can let that dog run around dodging cars. It comes in. It's going to lay down. Okay? It's not going to jump all over company, sticking its cold nose right in their fucking hoo has That's what you got to do with your kids. You got to send them outside. Right? But to catch a predator and all these other fucking shows, you know? All these shows on TV where people forget their kids are in a car with their windows rolled up, and their kids are too fucking dumb to roll them down or they're too weak because they haven't gone outside and climbed a fucking tree and they stay in there and then their their brains get cooked like a boxer, you know you know that dog boxers. they don't they don't do well in the sun well we'll neither do fat kids if you leave the windows rolled up, you know, and they got those weak arms that all the, the like the most tedious things they ever did was take a wrapper off of a fucking uh, an ice cream sandwich, right? You can't leave them in the car. My mother left us in the car all the fucking time. She would go to school. She was going to school during the day, trying to further her education, and she left five fucking kids in the car, With the windows rolled up and money for Burger King. And she would say to us, just go into the Burger King. That's the only time you were to leave this car over the the next three fucking hours when I'm in class. And she would disappear around the corner after we said, absolutely, Mom. And she walked away. And uh, we immediately would get out of the car. Start walking up and down the streets in Boston. We'd go into fucking Burger King and we'd, we'd have something to eat. Do you know what would happen nowadays if they just saw five fucking dirty-faced kids walking up and down Calm Ave? Boylston Street going into a Burger King? Looking like the cast of fucking Annie? Someone would have filmed it. And my mother would have been... They would have taken us away. You know, but, but they didn't. Because there was no cameras back then. Or videotape ones. I mean, there was. But only people at them are like the news. And a young Steven Spielberg. So we went in there and we fucking got some food, climbed on cars and fucking yelled at people and shit. You know, hanging on parking meters and all that. Hence, we had the fucking forearm strength to roll down the windows and none of us ever had an issue in the car. And you know what? I think that's one to grow on. So there you go, people. I'm not saying KFC is food. I'm not, I'm just kidding. I'm not saying it's bad food. Every once in a while, who's kidding who? Every once in a you know, it would be great if he could just fucking do heroin the way you can eat McDonald's. Just like every once in a while, he'd just be like, you know what? Yeah, let's just fucking tie off, nod off for the rest of the fucking day. And like the people at work understood it. You know, hey, where were you yesterday? Oh man, yeah, I got this Black Tower heroin came in. You know, hadn't done it in like three months. or so what? Eh. Figured, fuck it. Oh, is that what you did? How was it? How was it? You know, like, like you went to Aruba. You said, oh dude, it was awesome. Fucking. I don't remember shit. But you can't. You know, you get addicted to it. Um, all right, everybody, let's do a little advertising here, shall we? Shall well, too fucking bad. It's my podcast. I'm doing it anyways. All right. Here we go. Stamps.com, everyone. Summer is finally here. And you want as much free time as possible. Don't let going to the post office cut into that free time. Use stamps.com instead. With stamps.com, you can print postage right from your desk. You won't have to go to the post office, find parking, wait for your turn, all of that crapola. Stamps.com turns your PC or Mac into your own personal post office. Buy and print official U.S. postage using your computer or your printer. Print everything from stamps to shipping labels. Shipping labels wherever you need, whenever you need it. Oh, my God. Um, They just hand your mail and then just hand your mail to the mailman. Stamps.com is so convenient and easy to use. You'll never waste time going to the post office again. I use stamps.com to send out all the crap that I sell at the end of my shows when I stand there whoring myself out, dealing with the fucking cougars, right? With their red wine breath, trying to grab my lack of an ass. Uh, right now, use my last name, Burr, B-U-R-R, for this special offer, no-risk trial, plus $110 bonus offer, which includes a digital scale and up to $55 free postage. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. All right? Don't check in on your kids. Do this. Click on the microphone on the top of the homepage and type in Burr, B-U-R-R. That's stamps.com. Enter Burr. All right. Who's number two in the order? Uh, Dollar Shave Club everybody the big razor companies you know what they think we're stupid oh yeah every year they roll out some ridiculous shaving technology gimmick and expect us to shell out big bucks for it what are they up to 17 blades at this point all lifting and separating like a bra in the 70s do you really need a razor with a vibrating handle Huh? A roller, pivot ball, back scratcher, egg timer, laser pointer, corkscrew. Huh? I know I don't. We were shaving just fine before any of that crap. We were. Two blades. That was all you ever needed. Um, You could get it under your nose. They got so many blades, you can't even shave under your nose. Um, And I definitely don't think I need to spend my hard-earned cash on it, people. It's a bunch of junk. If you're sick of being treated like a fool, like a whore, like an idiot, a moron, a sucker, a chump, join the hundreds of thousands of smarter people who join DollarShaveClub.com. DollarShaveClub.com delivers the best blades and grooming supplies for just a few bucks a month. Their blades are better than the big shave companies for a fraction of the price. You know what? I have sensitive skin. So watch what you say about it when you're around it. And their razors have never given me any problems. Honestly, I have the best shave of my life with their 4X razor. You got to try it. I've never used that. Stop putting words in my mouth. I like the double blades you got there, sweetheart. I told my buddy about the Dollar Shave Club. That would be you guys. And he shares a subscription with his wife. No lie. I think it saved their marriage. Dollar Shave Club, why are you writing all this crap? You have a product that sells itself. Quit trying to make me sound more personal. All right, it's personal the way I fuck up the read. Okay, my listeners can get started now at DollarShaveClub.com/Burr, and don't forget next week is fucking Father's Day. Upgrade, pop, shave, upgrade is. Wait, upgrade Pop Shave with a Dollar Shave Club gift card because he shouldn't have to pay more for his ridiculous shaving gimmicks either. Stop getting ripped off by the big getting ripped off by the big shaving companies. Join dollarshaveclub.com slash burr. Uh, shaveclub.com. What? Oh, they wrote it three times in a row with no punctuation. dollarshaveclub.com slash burr. Then it says shaveclub.com slash burr. I don't even understand what it is. Dollarshaveclub.com dot com slash birth. That's what it is. B-U-R-R. OK, this it's legitimate. We don't need any bells and whistles on this thing. Just join it. OK, unless you want to keep getting screwed. All right. If you like to be Gillette's prison bitch, keep doing what you're doing. Oh, God, look at that. Look at that little thing I just opened up. Those are my French words. I stuck with it for two months. Now I don't remember any of them. That makes a lot of people happy on the podcast. I knew you weren't going to learn French. Stay back here with me in the townie bar. What is all of this crap? I have more fucking windows open. Where the hell's the thing that I had here? Ah, Jesus Christ. Untitled screenplay. Why don't I just call it unwritten screenplay that I'm never going to finish? Oh, Bill, don't get down on yourself. Come on. Oh, there it is. Okay. So anyways, I've been watching a bunch of sports over here. All this fucking week. Oh, oh, shit. You know what's the greatest thing about the finals right now? Two American teams. All right? Not that I'm against two Canadian teams. I'm just against listening to more than one national anthem. All right? I get it. I like my country. I like living here. I pay taxes. Pave the roads. Pay off a whore. Do whatever you want with my tax money. I don't give a fuck. But for the love of God, how about we switch it up every once in a while? How about you play my country, Tizothy? My country, tears of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing, land where my father's died, land of thy pilgrims. Right? Nice and quick. Um, so what did I watch? I watched the first two games of the Kings fucking Rangers. Um, how about those Rangers? Huh? Everybody thought the East was weak, including me. They're right there, step for step, stride for stride, skate for skate. They've just been snake-bitten in the uh, in the overtimes. I was really hoping the Rangers were going to win game two, you know, because if they do, that's more hockey. I don't want the Kings to sweep them. I don't want the Rangers to sweep them. I want it to go seven games. I really do. I, I enjoy the goddamn sport. And uh, I got to tell you, man, it's been two games. I mean, if you ever were going to get into hockey, those are two fucking great games to watch. Uh, both overtime games. I don't fucking. I didn't know what to tell you. I can't even fucking remember. I've watched so much sports. I didn't even remember what happened. All I know is the Rangers defenseman fell down in that overtime, and then Williams scored. And uh, I don't even, who the fuck scored game two. I saw it. I was watching it. it wasn't Kopitar. He's been snake bitten. Ah, who the fuck knows? All I know is it's been great. But I, you know, I'm really hoping the Rangers win game three. So we can get a series here. But um, Jesus Christ, the Kings, they don't give a fuck, huh? Down 2 nothing, there. Uh, whatever. We're used to it. 2 nothing in a game. That's a joke. We've been down three games to none. They just sort of fucking just keep playing the game. You know what I also like, too, about both games? It was when they went into the uh, the overtimes. Neither team was playing like, like don't lose it hockey. Wait for them to make a mistake. They were just up and down the ice. Fuck it. Let's end this thing. Um, really enjoyed that. And as always, I can't stand them talking to the coaches during the game. I think it's unbelievably disrespectful. They did it in the Heat-Spurs game. It was funny. They walked up to uh, the Spurs coach. What the fuck is his name? Bonneville? I have no idea. I don't watch hoop. It's something with a B. Popovich. It was something like that. Either it sounded like a car or some fucking bad junk food in the 70s. Um, from the makers of Jiffy Pop comes Popovich. Cracker Jack's in your cunt. Um Pop Popovich, they, this fucking lady goes over there and she goes, What are your what's your plan in the fourth quarter for uh for LeBron James? And he literally looks at her, and he's like, Are you kidding me? Uh try to get him to not score any points. And then she asked another dumb question, he looked at her like she had three heads, and then he just walked away and then she laughed like she was in on the joke rather than she was the joke. Right? You are the fucking joke. You're asking dumb questions. It's not her fault. I'm sure they're piping them into her ear. You know, oh, Jesus Christ. How bad is the fucking announcing crew for the NBA finals? Mark Jackson, can somebody please explain to me why he always goes, Mama, there goes that man. What does that even fucking mean? I know it means something good. What does that mean? Am I too white to understand that? Is that, is that what's said when a, when a fucking giant guy walks down the street in his part of the world? Some little kid looks up at his mom and says, Mama, there goes that man. I don't even know what the fuck it means. All I can tell you is my, my minute knowledge of basketball. Watching that game. I don't know anybody's fucking name other than the major people. When that guy fucking was dribbling baseline, And he threw the elbow into that guy's fucking ribs. He used to be married to that chick that was on that show about the desperate housewives. The fuck is Tony Parker? Yeah. And the fucking white guy, not Van Gundy, the other guy, Mike Breen, whatever. When he goes, that looks, I don't know. uh, Is that a a foul? It kind of looks like a, uh, you know, a normal basketball movement. Like, no, it didn't. He made a fist, moved his arm forward, and then brought his fucking elbow back. It was a textbook fucking elbow. Like the day when they start making a video version, right, of the dictionary, because kids are too fat to fucking read. They can't hold their eyeballs. You know, I don't know, going side to side is too much lateral movement for their fat eyes. They should just have a video of that. It was a textbook fucking elbow. And they actually sat there debating it. I don't know. Let's take a look at that again. Yeah, that's how I run. You know, one's just sort of, you know, going like, you know, my left arm just kind of moves normally. And then the other one, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I have a crooked spine or whatever, but it just kind of, it kind of moves, you know, fucking (laughs) all the way out straight. And then it goes back like that. So for the love of God, don't stand behind me. Textbook, fucking elbow. And then another thing that they did that fucking bugged the shit out of me was when they go, uh, they were talking about Tim Duncan. They were showing this great thing that when he first met the guy there uh, with the fucking bald spot, uh, Aaron Brockovich, whatever the fuck his name is, Chris Googly-oogly, what's his name? I don't fucking know. They said when they first met him, and he also met Tony Paga, like he was quiet and aloof, and they were intimidated by him. And they were telling the story, and it was funny. And then they cut to Tim Duncan, and Tim Duncan was like, well, you know, I didn't have anything to say to him, you know? Basically, we're here to win games. And if we start winning games together, we'll we'll build a relationship. And then they come back, and Mark Jackson goes, now you tell me what is the difference between what he is doing, not talking to his teammates and being aloof, and what Kobe Bryant does. And I almost fell off my fucking chair. And then Jeff Van Gundy goes, well, you know, I think it's the media. You know, once they get, they think who you are, they just keep perpetuating it. And blah, 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 blah. fucking blah. I, that's unbelievable. The excuses that these NBA whores, once you start fucking sucking the dick Right? Uh, The NBA, like, that's how you make your fucking mortgage. They just say, you know, they're not going to criticize the best guy. Well, he's not the best guy now because he's hurt. But he's been the best guy forever. Some people will say fucking uh, LeBron James, whatever. But you know what I mean? Kobe's definitely top three, if not top two ever, without a fucking doubt. Not even debatable. But they just will not criticize the guy. And they're trying to say, like, Tim Duncan's aloofness is the same as Kobe, you know, walking off the court. During bad losses, walking out on his fucking own teammates, the whole Shaquille O'Neal soap opera, you know, and not to mention that bad little fucking uh, road trip he had, you know, out in Colorado. I would think that, yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, what's funny I don't think Kobe gives a fuck, nor should he how the fuck people think about him. But they're, sit- they're try to sit there and compare Tim Duncan, you know, acting like the way Kareem acted to Magic Johnson when he showed up and started jumping up and down when they won a fucking regular season game. And he sort of looked at him like, fucking relax. We got 81 more games. I mean, that's just what a veteran does. Like, that's the same thing as walking off the court, walking out on your own fucking teammates. You know? I mean, Jesus Christ, Jeff Van Gundy, Phil Jackson... In his own goddamn book, trash Kobe Bryant in a roundabout way. You could read between the lines. Uh, he was definitely a difficult guy to coach. Smash cut to him ripping his tie off, screaming at his wife. I mean, how many championships have I fucking won and his cut still won't listen to me? Right? That's what he's really saying. How do you say go fuck yourself in Italian? That's what he's saying, right? I, I I really can't I, – I, I have a real difficult time listening to this. That looks like a normal basketball motion. Tell me, no you know, tell, you tell me what's the difference between what he does and what Kobe Bryant does. Mama, there goes that man. I, I will tell you this, though, um, that the NBA finals don't look fixed this year. They're actually letting them play, and it's been very enjoyable to watch. I, there's always going to be some bullshit fouls or whatever, and, uh, you know, I don't know who the dumb fuck was that fixed the air conditioner, though. But if LeBron James has problems with cramps, you know, it's probably in your best interest to, you know, a couple games. I mean, shit, you got home court, just have it be busted the entire time. Right? was anybody else annoyed during that first game when the AC didn't work watching all those people fanning themselves in the crowd? You know, didn't you learn in third grade that that actually doesn't cool yourself off? That actually, just that motion alone is raising your body temperature, making you sweat even more. You know what I think it is? I think it's those, those fucking Texas girls. They wear so much goddamn makeup. Makeup, right? That they got to make sure, you know, that it's not going to run. They're extra fucking hot. You know, they got a bunch of Latina women out there. So a certain segment of them have shaved off their eyebrows and drawn them back on. Now, you can't have those things dripping down into your eyes. You can't do that. Courtside seats, right, (laughs) on television. So they're all sitting there fanning them, fucking selves. Can anybody explain to me why why does uh, LeBron, why does he get the cramps and nobody else does? Why back in the day when they would be playing in the Boston Garden that had no air conditioning, right? And Johnny Most would be going triple digits at the Boston Garden. It was like over 100 degrees. And you're seeing Kareem, he's on the oxygen. And Robert Parrish takes a sip of water and then dumps the rest down the front of his jersey. None of them cramped up. I don't understand. I don't understand. I guess everybody, you know what? That's like LeBron's kryptonite, I think, if it gets too fucking hot. So they ought to to turn up the heat on the heat there. That's what I would do. Because LeBron, I mean, look at the The fucking guy's guy's a goddamn Adonis. He could body slam Adonis, whoever the fuck that guy is. Is that some sort of Greek god who threw a discus in the nude? What the fuck was wrong with the Greeks and their goddamn naked games? Right? Everybody grappling over there? That <laughs> their curly hair. I'm just shitting on everybody this week, aren't I? Oh, whatever. It's Sunday night. Did you guys go to church today? ba ba bee ba ba-ba-ba-boo-boo. There was an ark and a bunch of lepers. Make sure there's two. And that fucking whore. And Jesus won't throw a stone. Um, all right, what do we got here? 37 fucking minutes in. What? what have I? Have I talked about everything? Oh, yeah, I'm still trying to get in shape for my special. I, I've sort of, like, leveled out. At about a $1. buck seventy-two, one seventy-four. I want to be about one seventy. So for the first time in a long time, because I fucked up my foot with that plantar fissuritis there, I uh, actually took out—I uh, uh, don't know what to call it other than a jump rope. I know that's what girls call it. What do you call it—a a, a skipping rope? I hadn't done it in a few years. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I should have videotaped it, and I would instantly be considered the funniest human being ever. If you guys watch me try to remember when to start jumping as I brought that thing around, tell you it was ugly. I only did it for a minute because I'm testing out my foot to see how it's going. Right? So I did a bunch of stretches and then I took a tennis ball and I rolled it around underneath my foot before and after. And it seems like it's all right. But when you're old like me, it's not the day of, and a lot of times it's not even the next day. It's that next day. It's the day after the day after. All right. Because what you fucked up is so deep down inside of you. It takes a while for it to get to the surface. That's what happened when I was playing hockey. God, I haven't played hockey in a while. But I would fucking, I would bruise up like three days later. And all of a sudden, (laughs) it looked like I got caned. This is before I got all the pads, you know? Oh, by the way, I want to thank all you guys for trashing me for my cupcakes. I really enjoyed, um... The cupcakes, and I enjoyed the trashing that you guys gave me. I had a lot of good laughs. You know, some hacky jokes, but you're trying. You know, it's not your vocation. But there was a lot of funny ones out there. You guys, you guys, you know what? You paid it forward. You really entertained me. Um, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to be bullied into not making cupcakes anymore. Um, in fact, the second I'm done with uh, with this podcast, I might even go on YouTube and actually, you know, it's been fascinating me all week is trying to figure out how they get filling in a fucking cupcake, how do you do it? Do you start to cook the cupcakes and then take them out and then fucking inject the shit in the middle and that's so like loose that the other then, then the cupcake is, is is cake enough that you can put it in there? This is the kind of stuff that I think about rather than looking at fucking people getting upset. At what Fathers of Prisoners of War said at at the fucking White House. He can't tell me Obama when he saw that guy's beard coming up. He didn't think, oh, jeez. Like, what is this guy going to say? Is he going to think I'm the butler who works here, first of all? There's no way he didn't think that that guy, that guy was like textbook racist white guy's face, right? Or at least like doomsday prepper. No idea who's president. He's got some fucking radio where he's listening to, uh, I don't know what. New Zealand. I know people I'm all over the fucking place. Um, Yeah. So I've been getting in shape. I've been hiking, doing my pull-ups, climbing the fucking rope and then eating like a fucking trying to eat like a champ. Uh, As I say that I have a pizza on the way every once in a while, you know, but uh, I just got to go hard here for the last few days. And uh, I cannot wait to get this special done so I can move on to my next hour and enjoy my summer. And I've been going out to the clubs out here in LA, like a maniac. I did five shows last night. I did. I think I took the night off before that. And I did two the night before that four the night before that. And it's funny. Like I was going to, I was like, I know I'm just going to do all of my bits in 15 minute chunks. And you know what it is? I can't do it. I start to do it. And then I just want to talk about the new shit, which is the next fucking hour. So, but I still think it's good to just be out there doing it, going out there, taking some swings, right? Stay in shop. I'm trying to anyways. Um, so anyways, I'm really looking forward to it and we've sold a ton of tickets down in Atlanta. And I really want to thank everybody in advance for coming out to, uh, to, to the, uh, to the taping. And I hope I give you a great show. All right. And that's it. Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to remind, uh, the listeners of my uh, podcast here. If you want to follow the podcast and uh, the YouTube videos and the clips and all that type of shit, all the stuff that I talk about, you can follow the Monday Morning Podcast on Twitter at at the MM Podcast. All right, and uh, MMP in the MM Podcast. That's all capitalized, and uh, you know you get all the latest updates, all that shit, and all the all things comedy things. Um, you know, the all things comedy networks, we're going to start trying to do some live podcasts out here in LA and there's rumors that I might be hosting one of the first couple. I've never done a live podcast where I hosted it. So, um, I will be letting you, i doing a little teaser here. I think that that's going to be happening in the beginning of July. So I'll let you guys know about that. Um, coming up and, uh, what else? I think that's it. All right. Let's let's get into the questions for this week. And once again, everybody, thank you for sending me your emails. You really help with the back nine here on the podcast there. Um, all right. First one out of the gate. Hey, Bill. My girl my girlfriend doesn't like me carrying around a knife. Um Hey, Bill or Nia. Bill and Or Nia. I have a problem with my girl. I am an ex-marine and trained for years. Um, before that with weapons, Jesus Christ, you were already training with weapons and then you became a Marine. Uh, See, this is why, you know, I only talk shit on a comedy stage because you never know who you're going to run into, right? Um, as a result, I am in shape and I carry a knife wherever I go. Now, my girl hates it when we go out and I have, I have it on me. It isn't a little pocket night. It's it's a foot-long fixed blade. Oh, fuck this. I got to get Nia. Hang on a second. Let me press pause here. <laughs> and with that, the magic of the pause <laughs> button, here we are. Not only is the lovely Nia here, welcome. Uh, hi. Um, I also just wolfed down a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we had
1: a small pizza break.
0: Yeah, I did. I ordered a Can small pizza. Can have a motherfucking
1: moment of silence for this small pizza break? <laughs> What is that? <laughs> Snip Dog?
0: I, I, I'm white, knee I don't. I don't know what that
1: well, is. Well, he says chronic break instead of pizza. Oh. Break. I added pizza so that. I don't know. It would be you know something? I never
0: show. got into that West Coast rap when it first came out.
1: You don't like Doggy Style, though.
0: That that whole beep Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: Snoop's first out, like solo album is awesome. It's no, like he's, great. And he's great. The chronic. And he's great.
0: And he is aging. Like, he is aging better than anybody. He went seamlessly amazing. from, you know, oh my God, who is this young hooligan into all of a sudden he was <laughs> Uncle Snoop and white people just. He's selling, that was it. He's they selling uh, them.
1: pistachios. Those uh, pistachios. He's selling pistachios, vaporizer pens. He's like, he's yeah. just fully embracing like i will sell anything as long as it brings me money
0: no i actually wouldn't agree with that because both of so? those things are awesome
1: pistachios Besides and vaporizers <laughs> That's Now, true. if he was gonna sell true.
0: anything there would be like you know clorox bleach or some shit in there just like
1: shack sells like well, he used to do nestle crunch bars which i thought was kind of weird
0: shack lost all credibility when he was in that little ass buick <laughs> remember that? <laughs> He's trying to say how comfortable it was. And then he did that stupid point. He was pointing at his friends who were laughing at him going, look at Shaq. Remember First of all, Shaq... you don't drive Buick. When was the last time he drove a fucking Buick?
1: Yeah, that's true. You know,
0: junior high. <laughs> junior high. By the time remember he was in high Shaq school. was a
1: rapper, though? And he was in, the, like, yeah. with leaders in the new school and all those people?
0: <clears throat> no. I remember how's my ass taste. What? Yeah, it's a sports thing. What are you talking about? When Kobe and him didn't get along.
1: Really? Who said, he said, how does my ass say?
0: Well, then Kobe allegedly went to the front office, said, look, either he goes or I go. It Mm -hmm. was very real housewife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't because it was two grown ass men, like professional players,
0: I guess. So anyways, (laughs) so and by the way, people, we are going to get to the guy who carries the knife. Um, we'll get to it. There's a reason I called you in here. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Um, so the Lakers were like, all right, well, we got two studs here and one of them's like fucking 10 years younger than the other or whatever. It's all right. So, or eight years younger. So we got it. So they got rid of Shaq. Mm -hmm. Shaq went to the heat and I believe the next year or the, or the year after either the very next year or the year after he won a championship with the heat. Okay. And the Lakers were floundering mm-hmm. at that point. And uh, so he was just, he so he was at a club and he was celebrating as mm-hmm. you do. And all of a sudden sure. a microphone was handed to him. He started <laughs> freestyle rapping <laughs> and came up with one. And he was trashing Kobe, basically saying that, uh, you know, you thought you could do it without me. Now you can't. So I went over here and I won one with Dwayne Wade. And the hook was, how's my ass taste?
1: That's the. Disgusting. Uh,
0: I think it was supposed to be disgusting. <laughs> oh well, then success. Yeah, but there's some about Shaq. Shaquille. Shaq is still silly. He's silly enough. Does like, he
1: play though?
0: Shaq? Yeah. No, I didn't think so. He sits in a giant fucking suit.
1: Because <laughs> he he sounds like TV Ben a. A. like that kind of that like heat rub, like my back hurts. Because I've bent over too many times. Right. So let me... Picking up
0: my, my fucking with my... <laughs> Bag of initial, cash. No, no. I was going to say my giant slippers with my fucking Shaquille logo embroidered in them. Mm-hmm. Too wordy, Bill. Um, <laughs> anyways, let's let's get to this here. Uh, okay. Bill, my girlfriend doesn't like me carrying around a knife.
1: Hmm.
0: All right. I have a problem with my girl. I am an ex-Marine and trained for years before that with weapons. As a result, I am in shape... And I carry a knife wherever I go. Stop bragging. Let stop bragging. <laughs> now, fuck this. Everybody else is a fat fuck out here. This guy, he's learned how to defend Everybody himself. Everybody else. For the most part. Nia, yeah, did you see the people at brunch today? Wow.
1: So what, though? That's most wow. people in America. And people who are in shape really need to, like, get off their whole fucking high horse about it. Like, you went to the gym. Congratulations.
0: What are you talking about? This guy's a hero.
1: All right, anyway. Wait a X minute, money. wait a minute, back up. Do you see any back action?
0: Back up, back up. I didn't say that everybody in America wasn't, you know, couldn't lose a couple. <laughs> I'm just saying here's a guy who's actually in shape.
1: So he says, can we continue, please?
0: I don't like how you already hate this guy. You when heard what he's done. Because I don't think he has a problem with his girl.
1: I think he has a problem with his ego and his paranoia. But let's continue.
0: See, this is why I bring you in. This is so into the female perspective. Okay, he goes, now <clears throat> my girl hates it when we go out. And I have it on me, meaning the knife. It isn't a little pocket knife. It's a foot-long fixed blade knife. I can see... (laughs) Oh, is this... He has a little dick? You think he has a little dick? I can seal it under my shoulder, under my jacket. She says, I don't like to feel it when I hug you, which is bullshit. We have fought about this, and I refuse to give it up because it is an invaluable tool, and it gives me a small sense... Of safety. Should I break up with her, cave and get rid uh, rid of it, or lie and hide it in the car? Oh, my Thanks. God. If
1: you are willing to lose your girlfriend over an inanimate fucking object, as I said in the beginning before we got to the end of this fucking question, you've got more problems than your girlfriend. I don't know if you got PTSD or whatever it is, but if you're seriously... Asking Bill if you should break up with your girlfriend or put your fucking knife away because it freaks her out that you carry it under your shoulder like some fucking renegade in some goddamn Kurt Russell movie minute. from the late 80s, then that's a serious problem.
0: Can we back up? What was, what was, uh, P-D-S-T? What is that?
1: PTSD. What? Post-traumatic stress disorder, which is a serious thing that a lot of veterans suffer with. So I don't, I don't mean to to belittle it. If that's a thing that you feel because you're a marine and you went through shit and dangers no, this, around this, this, the this guy. No, this guy I was get.
0: into weapons before then.
1: Clearly, and that's the other thing too. That's what I mean. Like, if it's really a, like my knife or my girlfriend, is that, sir? Is you that is that
0: a real question? You know what? I think you just came up with one of the great bumper stickers that you could sell in a lot of what? rural areas what? in America. What, my knife or my girlfriend. And you just have some dude like, mm, I don't know. Is that really a question, though? Ser- like, that's what I
1: mean. Is it really a question? My knife or my should I break up with her? Just, just play along. Just, just
0: act like all of these are real. Do it makes not, it so much easier you to you get to the comedy. Do not understand
1: why... A woman hugging you and feeling a knife that you keep concealed on your shoulder at all
0: times is a little no, freaky. No, it's, it's underneath. It's on his. Lungs. I, <laughs> I, I understand that, but do you know? You know understand what? Until how- somebody shows up with a gun and he pulls out that knife, he goes, "Hey, hey, <laughs> I got a knife here. I will
1: deflect these bullets like Wonder Woman." Why do you have the knife, sir? Do you have PTSD? Is that what it is? Do you feel like you need to have it because of the shit that you went through in the Marines, which is completely legitimate. In which case, well, you need to have a I more think legitimate you tone. You need to talk to somebody about oh. that, and then you need to talk to your girlfriend why you feel like you need to have it. Because why do you feel like you need to have it? Listen. He's never said in this in this question at all why he feels like he needs to carry a knife at all times when he's going on date night with his girl. He's got the knife under like his his blazer. Listen, that's not a little bizarre that's first, a little excessive to you first of all Nia, shit, even gun nuts aren't carrying that shit constantly
0: listen first of all what shit be crazy <laughs> out there in the streets <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you might need a. I mean what is this? it's like a foot long
1: a foot long knife that he yeah. keeps hidden under it like i mean come at what on, point though. does it
0: become a sword two feet
1: And he's talking about giving up the knife or breaking up with his
0: girlfriend. I mean, the real thing is, the real thing is, the real thing is, is the guy needs to get out of this relationship. Because if he's even remotely considering.
1: You know what? Yes. Break up with her and spare her your craziness. Hey, hey, easy. Yes, break up with her. Do her a favor. Let her go. Because you clearly got some shit to work out. And you are questioning whether you should keep a knife or you keep your relationship. Can I give you some constructive criticism? No, no, you can't because this is not Bill gives me a constructive criticism hour. This is Nia comes on the podcast and gives her opinion hour. So that's what she's doing.
0: Well, how about, can I give you a person? How can I give you, can can I give you constructive criticism for a minute? Let me ask you 30 seconds. Let me ask you this. Well, first of all, don't put me on the clock on my podcast. I'll (laughs) shut off your mic. Um, (laughs) That's my knife.
1: <laughs> your knife is your microphone. That's right. It is. It's my security Aww. blanket.
0: <laughs>
1: your microphone or your wife?
0: Listen. Let me... First of all, listen, I already admitted that I, I fucking make cupcakes. I don't need to go even further in this thing. Um, that
1: was very sweet, and they were delicious.
0: Okay. Can, can I get to this?
1: Sure.
0: You, when you make points on this podcast, you want people to hear them, right? hmm That's not... You don't go... You kind of went... Like the way people make points on the internet okay. where people go, rather than just making their point to help, they'll just be like, hey, dickhead, maybe if you, that's how people start when they're making a point. Okay. So at, at which point? At which point?
1: No. Cool headed like you. No, right? no, 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 no. no. follow your lead. No. <laughs> right? Just be really like even oh, tempered. Nice. And and fair-handed, I'm
0: not a perfect person,
1: and just not like reactionary and freaking out and screaming. I was out on the balcony. I heard you screaming about whatever the fuck you're screaming about this week.
0: I was singing.
1: It's the same thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, this guy definitely uh, he has some security issues, without a doubt. Um, I don't know. You know, like maybe he got stabbed when he was younger. And he was like, that's never going to happen to me again, so now he's got a, I don't that's know. That's
1: why I said PTSD, which is a very legitimate thing. Wow, but it's you 100%. stop with your
0: fucking catchphrase psycho- it's not psychology, a catchphrase, it's PTSD, a real thing. ADD. You
1: watch anything fucking. about veterans or anything, it's a real serious fucking issue for these guys. I know, but you're them.
0: not a psychologist. You're sitting over here like Dr. You Joyce don't Brothers.
1: You need to be, listen.
0: I'll put your lab coat away.
1: You don't need to be a psychologist to hear when someone says, "Should I keep my knife or break up with my girlfriend?" to know that something is seriously wrong. You know, maybe I don't need to be a chef to know that the toast is burnt.
0: Well, let me. Uh, oh, snap! Bam! Oh, Jesus! <laughs> hey, wait a second. Well, what if he sent it via his fucking phone? He's typing with his thumb, so he had to, you know,
1: because one other hand is on his fucking knife. That's still a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, let me ask you this, though. What if, uh, you know, you like a hard body, right? You like hugging on somebody that's in shape. This guy is in shape. Then what do you need a knife for? Doesn't the knife, because, uh, yeah, what do you mean, what do you need a knife for? Because we're made out of 90% water, okay? You could stab. If you hit me, if you fucking were able to fucking make a stabbing motion, okay, fast enough with a straw, you kill me. Okay, that's real talk. That's real talk. That's real talk, son. So what do you? If a tornado picks up a box full of straws in some godforsaken diner in the middle of Nebraska, (laughs) okay, you better hope you're already in your fucking bathtub with the legs on it. What
1: are you getting at with the whole? I like a hard body. What does it have to do with a knife?
0: I'm saying, don't you guys? Okay, you like a guy who's in shape, yeah, rugged. He seems like he can protect you, yeah. And he's fucking, you know, he's ready to be a bad, you know, bad guy in like a Steven Seagal movie. He's ready. He's ready.
1: I'd rather his body be a lethal weapon, not feeling like he has to carry one.
0: Yeah, but nobody's body is a lethal weapon.
1: A lot like, aren't like, I don't know, Kung Fu Masters and.
0: Yeah, those are movies. <laughs> aren't those there are movies. people in
1: real life who can, like, have their, their hand, like Floyd Mayweather, that jackass? Can't he have his like... Why don't
0: you like him with all his white cars?
1: You know why I don't like Floyd Mayweather? I'm not getting into it on the podcast.
0: I actually don't know why you don't like Floyd Mayweather. We
1: didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about how. Just, just can you just him and his relationship with women? That's all I'm gonna say. Just Google it. No,
0: no, don't. No, 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 no. Come on, now, just you... Google it. Well, what what does he do? What he, he bangs a lot of women. He should be. He's the champ.
1: Bang if you the mean. The them around.
0: Yes. The, the champ gets. Yes, gets If you more... mean
1: banging as in beating them up. Sure. He bangs a lot of women.
0: Hey, I tell jokes at home. I mean, everybody brings their job home every Oh, one, my so God.
1: I- <laughs> <laughs> you really need to stop.
0: Now, how do you know he hits his women? What how, 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 say? how do I watch? What did I just say? Wait Google a second. It. How do I watch Google every one of his it. boring pay-per-view fights and get sucked in every time? As he poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo and fucking <laughs> scores his way through the Oh, you mean thing. as he
1: comes out with, like, a, a circus leading him out and flanked by Justin Bieber and Lil Wayne? That guy?
0: Turned down for what? Turned down for what? <laughs> um,
1: why? <laughs> it's me and Bill's new favorite song. Oh,
0: it's a fucking great song. <laughs> you know what I love about that lyric? It reminds me of those, I love those Richard Pryor bits where he would be talking to other characters and you couldn't hear what they were saying, but mm. you knew by what he was saying, you could tell what the other people were saying. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. And what I love about that lyric, turn down for what, is you know, <laughs> <laughs> you see the party, you yeah. see him having a good time and you can just hear, hey, why don't you turn it? And him sticking his head out the window. Turn down for what? <laughs> and you know what? There's no answer.
1: Yeah. For what? For what? Yeah. Yeah, I like being turned up. Little Wayne
0: makes sense. Lil' John. Oh, Little John. <laughs> Get your Lil's correct. Which one's Lil' Wayne? Oh, that's the guy with the... He drank, like, fucking NyQuil for five years. <laughs> then I had to go to jail. Looked like a looked like a meerkat in that suit. Oh, Remember that? That Wayne. fucking look on his face. Yeah. That is the look of Wheezy. somebody about ready to lose their freedom. I hope Wheezy. I never have that look. That's There's no fucking way to go to court when your freedom is on the line. All of your fucking... Whatever it is, when the verdict's coming in, you have this, fuck, are they going to stick me in a fucking cage? I can't, you know, I I can't, uh, I can't imagine ever being the defendant in a fucking trial where at the end of this, I'm either going to go free Uh or they're going to put me in a fucking cage. I just, I can't even, I can't imagine that.
1: You lost me. What What were we talking I was,
0: about? You weren't listening. I was. I was talking, talking about Little Wayne.
1: Little John, and then you said Little Wayne. Little Wayne, and, then...
0: and I said the guy who drank the Nyquil and he had that it looked like that little meerkat, <laughs> meerkat when he was sitting there in his suit. <laughs> <Meerkat>. <laughs> Please find me innocent suit that he was wearing and his hipster glasses that he put on. <laughs> <laughs> he looked terrified. As I would be, he looked. You know, not I terrified. He, he looked, I do too. I'm not saying I don't love the. I mean, I don't. I don't know him. I'm just saying.
1: I do love him.
0: I like that one where he was the doctor. And oh yeah, Doctor Carter. We have another patient, Doctor Carter. And he's like, ah, Jesus Christ. He <laughs> <laughs> sound like that grizzled vet. Ah, I ain't got time for this shit. He went Nick Nolte on that track. The
1: Carter Three, fantastic rap album.
0: Um, Legal Zoom, everyone. America was built by innovators and dreamers. People like Thomas Edison and Henry Ford laid the foundation for our country. These days, it's the inventors and the entrepreneurs all around us, like you, that keep our country running by fueling the job market and economy. This month, LegalZoom celebrates innovation by helping you launch your dream. Apply for a patent to secure your inner, your invention. Register your trademark to protect your products and services. Incorporate or form an LLC and launch your business. Visit LegalZoom.com and use discount code. Code BURR, B U R R. They'll provide the personal attention you need and help take care of all the details. They've helped over a million businesses get started right. And they received an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Celebrate innovation with LegalZoom today and get a special price on trademark, copyright, or provisional patent applications by using the discount code BURR, B-U-R-R, at checkout. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help, but they are not a law firm. LegalZoom.com, discount code BURR. And lastly, but not leastly, Hulu Plus, everyone. You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch current seasons, uh, episodes of your favorite shows like Modern Family, The Daily Show, and Scandal, and watch every episode of shows like Nashville, Lost, and Doctor Who. Uh, you get ad free movies and kid shows too. Now, more than ever, there's so much to watch. Take total control with Hulu Plus to stream these shows and thousands more, as much as you want, whenever you want. Hulu Plus works on your computer, your smartphone, TV, Roku, Apple TV. I'm sorry, your smart TV, not smartphone. Smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your phone or iPad. Well, I guess they can then, huh? While on the train, at work, at the dentist or in the bathroom. You can even block off a day to binge. You also get to to access originals that you cannot get anywhere else. Check out the new show, Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts. You can binge on all 10 episodes starting April 9th. For only $7.99 a month, get your shows anytime, anywhere. That's like a quarter a day. Come on, folks, sign up now, right now. Sign up at huluplus.com slash bill or click the banner on my website and get two weeks full access completely free. That's a whole extra week more with this special offer when you sign up at huluplus.com slash bill. Oh, wait, I've got the ending. So get with it and start streaming TV now with Hulu Plus. I'm the worst. Okay. All right. Weight loss, dog pox, and banging. There we go. All right. Billy Boy. <laughs> he goes, I got no nickname for you. I don't worry, about, don't worry about it. Thanks for the podcast. I'm a sales rep and use your podcast to de-stress. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Uh, don't you do that with jeans? That's on, distress. Oh, on the Monday <laughs> afternoon drive home. Oh, nice. Six months ago, my company laid me off and I've used your podcast to fat mate, fat shame myself and work out during the day. I love it. Good Dude, fat you. shaming works. No,
1: it doesn't. Yes, well, it does. I guess it did. those does.
0: It does for me. I stand in the mirror shirtless and I just go, look what you did. <laughs> look what you did. You piece of shit. Nobody's going to love you. And next thing you know, I'm out there. Eating kale, jogging down the street with my white legs. <laughs> um, he said i dropped 40 also, pounds. Also, yeah, can
1: we talk about how you're dressed for a sport that would, like, never have you? Why are you dressed like that?
0: No, because I was going to go on a bike ride.
1: <laughs> you're matching. You actually look pretty cute, I have to say.
0: But, I mean, no guy wants to look cute.
1: Oh, all right. Guys, yeah. to Oh, my look God, cute? you look cute. You do. You look cute. I would, I, would, I would give you a second glance at the gym if you were wearing your little Nike outfit. Oh, Jesus outfit. Christ.
0: Really? That matches? And what, am I supposed to be thrilled by that? Yeah, you should be. Oh, shit. You'd give me a second glance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You should be happy.
0: All right. Consider yourself lucky. I don't like your mint chocolate chips fucking colored sweater you have on. This is
1: rag and bone. Okay?
0: Okay, listen to this This is real fashion shit. I've dropped 40 pounds, and it's been great. Good for you. From 260 to 220, and size 42 pants to size 36. Nice. Good for you. How the fuck are you... Wait, wait a minute. How do you size... So how are you 220 pounds size 36 pants?
1: Mm,
0: how does that work?
1: 42 to a 30. This guy's six. gotta be jacked. He's on the juice.
0: <laughs> he's got fucking he's got giant <laughs> shoulders. 80 pound shoulders. Hmm. Um, he, anyway, so here's my dilemma. He goes, I have a lab, not a pot, a lab golden retriever mix. Aww. And we go to the park near my house every day to play Fetch off the leash. There is usual the usual there is the usual suspects of about ten to fifteen people that bring their dogs out to play. I live in a slightly unsafe city parentheses Baltimore. The wire. Yeah, wait a minute. Didn't they shoot the wire there? Yes. Yeah, slightly. Um, other not than, all
1: Baltimore. Yeah. Hashtag not all Baltimore.
0: Yeah, you, you got you got the fucking waterfront. That's sort of nice for half Need a second. More. Although it didn't what's his face? He had a meeting down there one time. One of the episodes. Oh. The you, the guy you like, the English guy
1: A on Juice that Alva? show.
0: I don't know what his fucking name is.
1: Oh, his name on the show, though, was... Um...
0: Sturgis. Stryker.
1: Yeah. Wait. Spaulding. Sterling? No. St- All right. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> um, and last week, we were outside <laughs> discussing Stringer Bell.
1: Stringer Bell, yeah. Yeah.
0: I did yeah. put some new words in my head that I can remember. And last week, we were outside discussing the group of kids, groups of kids on bikes that are grabbing women's asses Ugh. while jogging in the park. Mm-mm. So one guy starts telling the women to grab the kid that does that and hold them there until the police come.
1: Oh, yeah, that that's really safe and realistic for women to do.
0: Is that sarcasm?
1: <sighs> yes, that is sarcasm. Oh. Keep reading. Well, just because he addresses it in the next sentence. All right, don't
0: fucking order me around on my... What's wrong with you?
1: Nothing.
0: What? Jesus Christ. Um, he goes, I think you can see the. Da- <laughs> Keep reading. I've made my comment. Continue. You are drunk with power. Um, he goes, I think you can see the danger here of anyone, any one adult grabbing a 14 to 16 year old kid and thinking think the other kids will just ride away. You're going to get beat down and probably hit in the head with a brick. Sounds like the beginning of a death wish movie. Um, So this same guy, who, by the way, is a hedge fund manager and knows everything, starts telling me all the fights he's been in. Uh, He goes, I'll buy each listener of this podcast a beer if he's even (laughs) been in one fight. He goes, so his wife is there and everyone is listening. He says, I want to fight one time with just my mouth. So before you can say anything else, I say, what did you do, blow them? (laughs) He goes, Fantastic. he goes, well, everyone laughs. laughs. He can't really say anything. And he storms off, gets about 10 yards away and tells his wife she has to come home. She throws me a wink and says, that was hysterical. I think you heard his feelings.
1: Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Mm. Doors opening and other Go doors get closing. It,
1: size 36 pants. Go he get goes, it.
0: I found out a couple of days later. That I'm going back to work and I'm being relocated. He's going to say, can I bang her before I leave? That's what I'm guessing. (laughs) Back to work and I'm being relocated over a thousand miles away. What's the problem? Well, his wife, his, oh, you wrote it wrong. Well, his wife is a hot piece of ass and has started sending me Facebooks messages and texts. Oh, texts!
1: What do you mean texts? When she get your number, you nev-
0: skipped a part of that story, sir. Saying she wants to sleep with me before I leave. They have mm-hmm. no kids, and she showed me divorce papers that she is willing. She's waiting to file. Uh, after he gets his next bonus check in August. Normally, I'm a pretty upstanding dude. He's got to build up credibility. People like me in the community.
1: I've recently lost weight. I have a lab golden retriever mix,
0: and I go to the dog park. (laughs) He wants to fuck this guy's wife. Uh, He goes, I don't believe in crossing lines, but this one feels different. I'm moving within the next six weeks. What should I do? And thanks. And go fuck yourself. Nia, I'm going to pass it over to you.
1: You know good and goddamn well you need to stay away from that woman. All right? You're doing well. You lost weight. You got nice little one-liners. You know how to put people in their place. Walk away. You'll find somebody to fuck a thousand miles away where you get really relocated. Okay? This is not the last piece of hot ass that you're going to come across. So relax yourself. So what you're saying— this- Pat yourself on the back for the good line and the fact that you're getting attention from hot pieces of ass who are looking to— take their husbands for all their worth before they divorce them and start banging the smart ass at the dog park. Be happy for that, but you can fuck somebody else.
0: So what you're saying is it's like when Columbus sailed over to America, which was actually down to Cuba, I believe before he started chopping off people's hands cause they couldn't find gold for his fillings. Okay. Um, they saw branches right in the water that let them know that land was coming. Okay. Like that was a good sign. So you're saying this this is just a hot piece of ass floating by yeah. letting him know that he's he's about ready to get on Pussy Island. Absolutely. So
1: <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> that was a what long I'm saying. That's one way to go. All right. So just 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 walk away. So I'm sure it's very flattering, but you already you already humiliated the guy. You did you did your you did your work. That was a great line. What did you do? Blow them. That's fantastic. And she's been waiting for a guy to come along to put her husband into his in his place. And all that stuff. So, yeah, good for you. But no, don't, don't be that guy. Walk away. All right. You'll find somebody else.
0: I say do it. All right, fame. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. You, you know You're the voice of reason. Go ahead. You're, you're absolutely right. Because you have no idea why she wants to do that you know cuz she might in an argument and be like oh yeah and you remember that guy at the dog park well i fucked him
1: exactly I and mean, he was better than you
0: and then all of a yeah, sudden this guy sounds crazy and too this, this cuz is... why
1: is she showing you divorce papers and like i'm going to divorce him as soon as he gets his next bonus check stay away from that oh, crazy yeah. broad stay away from her good call no she's not so
0: that's tp right there what's that toxic pussy <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah, all right. I agree with Fame. That. Dear Bill, I am an inspiring actor and have been uh and have been for quite some time now. I am an inspiring actor and have been for quite some time now. I am the worst. I don't know where to pause in sentences. He goes, You're not I went
1: good at reading out loud.
0: Really? <laughs> what are you gonna tell me next? I don't tan well. <laughs> um <I> went. <laughs>
1: Your forearms do pretty good, but the rest of you is like
0: Oh, what do you Not want me to do? walk down the street in a fucking speedo? There, <laughs> I I went to a Laguardia. I went to a Laguardia High School, a school for performing hey, arts. I wanna live, live forever. forever. It's a good school. Um, in pursuit to become an actor, while there I met. I don't say names here.
1: Ansel. Shut!
0: Ansel. I don't do names on here. Oh. He goes. You may know him from a couple of movies he's in now, because you never know what he's gonna say. Okay. Um, he was an arrogant jerk, see, oh. that talked about he was going to get out of high school and go straight into acting without a care in the world. You see, his father is a famous photographer for a magazine, so he already had a shoe in to break into the industry. Well, what's he supposed to do, not use it? High school was a while ago, and now I'm schlepping it doing student films and extra work while he's rocking a $1.2 million instagram followers because his movie just came out how do i not feel bitter and resentful i know i'm not supposed to want fame as much as i do and i'm coming off really bitter and resentful but it's just how i feel
1: that's honest yeah
0: he's being honest you can't get mad at that this is what you do you you say god bless him and his uh his his success, and you stop stalking him on the internet. I was
1: just about to say, stop following him on Instagram. Stop worrying about what he's yeah. doing, how many followers he has, and I know the movie that you're referring to did incredibly well this weekend. Just hey hey, let's in. let's not give not it away. It let's
0: not give it away.
1: But just what let was it he go. in
0: Maleficent? Maleficent.
1: Maleficent.
0: <laughs> Male efficient. Um.
1: But but let it go.
0: This do is your thing, right. work,
1: go to class Here's the deal Take your parts where so you can get in, get your reel together Here's Do all the, the deal, things sir. that an actor is supposed to do Also, you're not in a what, what did you What did you call yourself? I'm an aspiring actor, you're not an aspiring actor You are an actor So let's let's change the way we talk about ourselves You are an actor, okay? Just because you're not in this Billion dollar making film Doesn't, you're an actor Okay? Do your thing, don't worry about Anybody else we're all surrounded by people who are going to be more successful than us. That's the way that it goes. You don't know where this guy is gonna end up. You only have yourself to worry about. So just just let it go. You know? I know that's hard, but you know, who cares what he's doing? The other guy that we can't I say care. his name. No, you don't.
0: We well, all
1: get jealous. We all get that's resentful. That's what I, that's we what I all was gonna bitter. say.
0: That's what I was gonna say. It, I, I it wouldn't say bitter. It. I never got bitter. But I, there was definitely when I was early on and I wasn't, you know, getting anywhere. That's the time when you are most susceptible to being jealous, envious, and resentful and that type of thing. But I never got to bitter. But I definitely were, was looking at people going like, oh, fuck, I started before this person and they're there and I'm here. And what the fuck am I doing wrong? And, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, this person's killing it. and You know, oh, you know, fuck that person. Blah, blah blah blah. It just it was a bunch of it's a waste wasted energy. You just yep. you just got to believe that you're going to get what the fuck you're going to get. So put I, all
1: that energy into your work.
0: Yeah. And uh, keep your eyes down when you see his big billboard in Times Square. <laughs> it's fucking it's, <laughs> a Square, yeah. it's a brutal business. It's
1: brutal.
0: Uh but then no, oh, that is a great question. I mean, you know what? Cuz people, you know, I'm sure people at work they get passed over and somebody else gets the fucking job or there was somebody in in HR that you wanted to bang and be like, oh, I can't fuck somebody at work that's against the rules, and somebody else moved in, and they got them, and then they both quit the job, and you see them disappearing into the sunset, and you're sitting there.
1: Did this happen to you? Know, you? You're
0: being Standing over the printer. Specific. I paint pictures crying. <laughs> it's all Having I do. I Twitter
1: thing now. Builder. I paint, I paint pictures.
0: pictures. I make cupcakes. I paint pictures. Mm-hmm. All right, dilemma. All right, Bill, would you rather have... Would you rather have, drumroll, he says, a daughter who's a hoe or a gay son who's also a hoe?
1: What the fuck is this fucking homophobic, sexist ass, ridiculous question? <laughs> a daughter who's a hoe or a gay son who's a hoe? They, they, I, they, uh, this question is so offensive on so many levels. Like, I can't even. I won't even. So that's all you.
0: Okay. Well, here's the thing, Nia. People have to be allowed to be homophobic. Why? Because that's how you get it out of you. That's like saying, you know, you shouldn't be... I'll be not into fat shaming, but this guy can't fucking... Asshole shaming? I'm all for it. No, I'm not saying that. Like, no, this is the problem. This is the fucking problem. What is the problem? The problem is, is you're already enlightened. Yeah. Okay, and somebody else isn't enlightened. And the way to get them there is not to shit all over them you got to extend a fucking olive branch. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, God, here comes more sarcasm. I get it. I
1: have to be tolerant for, like, the ignorant assholes, right, because they're the ones that are misunderstood. They're the ones that need an extra helping hand in this world because the world is so hard for them. That's right, because That's everyone else I'm, is so, like, no. PC This is and why nothing red, gets solved. And the people who why. are unenlightened, right they just get left behind. They just get left behind. All these uh, poor ignorant assholes, like, they don't... Let's all, like, help lift them up. Not the people who are truly suffering from what that ignorant asshole
0: all has done. Right. Listen. None of that got that guy any closer to not to, first of all, he might just be...
1: You coddling being, him doesn't help being,
0: either. I'm not coddling the guy.
1: Yeah, you are. You coddle a lot of ignorant assholes in the name of comedy. And I'm sick of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Look. You do. All
0: right. Well, let me ask you this. You know... Somebody says something homophobic on TV, and then they get fired from a show for saying something homophobic.
1: And you immediately side with them. Why is that?
0: I don't side with them.
1: Yeah, you do. You take the you you, you go with like the sympathy angle rather than the people who are actually offended by it. You're like, well, wait a minute now. Let's figure out why That's this. Not person what I'm is saying. saying this, you
0: don't even listen to what I'm saying. You're okay. so you're so on your fucking soapbox of how goddamn right you are that you're immediately assuming that I'm advocating homophobia. I'm not. What What, are you advocating? I'm advocating that when somebody's fucking homophobic, to just go in and then take their job from them, how does that help that person with their homophobia? Do you think they then go home and go like, oh, now I get it? They don't. They become worse. So if you want to solve the fucking problem, and I believe that when they do that, it isn't as much about stopping... Whatever the thing is, a sexist comic, homophobic anything, what it is 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 it's showing the power that your group has. You shut the fuck up or we're firing you. So what you do is all you do is you create all of that ignorance to go underground.
1: You're not telling them to shut the fuck up. What you're telling them is that it's not okay. Let me finish. Okay can I? Can I finish my point? Can I? Can when I they please have finish pub- my point. No, you can't. You, you're what you're telling well, them is that adult. they don't have a right to just be, have a platform and spew that kind of intolerance. That's what you're I'm telling them. I'm not saying them. that. You don't, saying don't say shut anything. Shut the fuck up. You don't no. say anything ever about it. no. You just you're not. You're, it's not okay when you have. Can a I platform. finish my
0: fucking point for the love of Christ? Okay, what I'm saying is you're not giving them a platform. I'm not saying that they don't get reprimanded or, or anything like that. But to take their fucking job, what you've done is you've taken a person's whose ignorance was here and now you're gonna add way more to that and you're gonna stir up all these other fucking people. I'm telling like the the way I feel to get rid of all of that shit is you gotta let people say the stuff. And then you have to sit down them rationally and you can't come at, hey, you ignorant fucking sexist cunt fuck maybe if you were enlightened like by, and then your enlightened point comes after all of that shit they don't they don't hear it at that point Do you, you know? fire somebody they're not gonna they're not gonna become less sexist or anything like that all, all you've done is taking away you took away their ability to earn a fucking living That's all you did. And they're going to become even more resentful and they're going to have fucking kids. And what are they going to pass it on to? I'm not saying that you can sit down with these people and actually rationalize them to 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 a different place. okay? but some of them you can. But if you fire all of them and you scold all of them and all of that shit. And as I've said in my act a zillion fucking times, if everybody's conversations were recorded, would anybody have a job on Monday? I'm just I'm, I'm fucking sick of everybody jumping on on, on on a soapbox or all gathering around to watch somebody take a fucking beatdown and completely ignoring all of, all of your own fucking faults. I just don't think that that the the uh, crucify him angle to all of this shit is is going to help is going to help anybody. Now there's, there's definitely situations where like take take like the Clippers owner. Okay, now what that guy is doing. Is, is like he, he's affecting like the entire NBA. He's infecting the entire fucking product. So you have to get rid of that guy, okay? He's one of the owners of the league. But I think like a guy, just a guy on ESPN, okay, if he makes an ignorant comment, is a great opportunity to sit down with that guy and then watch the guy hopefully, honestly, go through some sort of a journey. You could turn that into a fucking show. You could actually have a guy, rather than come out and do the usual horseshit. you know, uh or what I said was ignorant and blah, blah. I mean, you you could, I I could fucking wing an apology for every fucking offensive thing at this point. I've seen every fucking apology. You're just going out there giving lip service because you're trying to get your fucking money back. You know what I mean? But to actually sit sit down and say, say to talk to somebody who actually thinks like being gay is a choice. Mm -hmm. To maybe trying to try to get through. You could maybe just get 10% of the people onto this side. Rather than pushing them all, they're pushing their face in the mud. Eh, you're a bad fucking person. Fuck your job. Fuck all of this. I'm not saying that, that they shouldn't be disciplined. But this whole thing that when somebody does something like that, this person might have just wrote it and just thought, oh, I thought this was funny. And, and they, didn't, they didn't understand. I remember a few years so ago. i supposed
1: to go in there and, like, take their, their hand into my hand and sit down and be like, okay, now listen. Like they're my child. Now I know you thought this was funny. But this is why it's offensive. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to do that now.
0: I'm no, supposed but, to be the no, one because supposed what be you're doing person? is still condescending. Now you're treating him like a child.
1: Now, so this what is you, what you
0: did. So what are you proposing? Sitting down and talking to people. Actually having an adult. like that shit that Mark Cuban got in trouble for was was fucking horseshit. The guy was being honest. What, are
1: you, what what are you talking about?
0: He got in trouble for being honest, and he had to apologize for being honest. For he was talking about the Clippers owner. And what he started doing was started ta- He started talking about his own issues, which I thought was a really courageous thing to do. Where he was saying, like, look, you know, um, the world that we live in. He goes, when I walk down the street, if I'm walking down the street at night and I see a black guy. With his hoodie up, I'm crossing the street. If I then see a white guy with a shaved head and a bunch of tattoos on his neck and blah, blah, I'm crossing the street again. Where he fucked up was he said the hoodie thing, which made everybody think Trayvon. Yeah, Yeah. but what he was saying was, was the beginning of this unbelievable fucking conversation that never happens in the media. It all is the person says the fucking thing, then they get in trouble, they lose their fucking job, and then they disappear. And then that's it. And everybody learn. All, they, all you learn is, oh, don't say that on television. Mm-hmm. Like this whole elimination of words. Like if we eliminate the word. Like, but people don't think, like you're not going to think shit. Oh, I would think that that's racial slur. But now that I can't say it, I don't think those thoughts. It's fucking, I don't know if it's childish or like moronic. I understand it. Where people don't want to see that or hear it on television, but you're not helping the problem. Well, there's other things that kind of like checks and balances w- 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 system when this happens. Absolutely, though. but I think what we're doing doesn't fucking work. Go on the internet, Nia, and look at the look at the level of this type of shit out there. It's yeah, it's know. fucking off the charts. Yeah, I
1: know.
0: All right. So, what you're doing when you eliminate these words and you have all these fucking uh, uh, fire the person and all that. What, what, if you have half a fucking brain, you just learn, okay, don't say this, don't say that, don't say that. And then what you can basically do is you can safely get across the minefield without blowing yourself up now while you still think all that ignorant shit, while you still won't hire this person, while you still won't associate with this person, while you still feel this way, while you still stand in your ground. You can get through all of that, that entire fucking maze because through watching, through This simple game of these are the words you don't fucking say, these are the words you can say, all of that horseshit, it doesn't change anything that's in your heart. That's all cerebral. These are good words. These are bad words. And you can still have all of that awful shit in your heart. And not to mention everybody has fucked up. Everybody has fucking issues. Everybody has issues. They do.
1: You make a lot of good make Those points. people who
0: say, I don't see color, are fucking I hate when people full of that. shit. I hate when people yeah, say what, that. I hate when people Yeah, what are you, Nia? Are you Asian? I can't tell. Yeah, I don't, I don't see color. It's ridiculous when people yeah. say that. No, I, I, I agree with that. No, and then people also make assumptions. They go, oh, your wife is African-American. You can't be racist. You can't have any racist thoughts. It's also bullshit. Yeah. It's also bullshit. I, I, at night, when I'm at night, I used to do a bit in my act that everybody at night is fucking racist. Because you're scared <laughs> and you're trying to get to your fucking car. So whatever you see, you think the worst of. Can I also just Which say Which goes that back I think to that Mark Cuban point when he's talking I was about walking down the street? Anywhere if he's not
1: being like chauffeured in a Maybach or like flying in a private plane. Like Mark Cuban, when's the last time you walked down the street and were the no, street cool anywhere if he's not a like guy. in a Maybach or like a out to a private plane. shows. Mark just walks the the time you walked the the street on, a scared? him.
0: he's a cool guy. He's come out to a a a a in the back, hangs in the back. Come on, you know him. I I've I seen him on TV. I have seen I've I've seen him Where's in, a in a club in Vegas. He's got the bed head.
1: I've seen yes I've seen Mark Cuban.
0: <clears throat> you saw him in a club in Vegas? Yep. Was that the time I was there? Nope. The fuck did you go to Vegas with Mark Cuban?
1: I didn't go to Vegas. Did with Did he Mark fly Cuban. you in? No.
0: Coach? No. <laughs> first If you flew in first class, I'm gonna fucking have to. If what are you Mark doing? Cuban's I have her me trained anyway, like
1: anywhere. Like I'm in the plane. All right. I'm not anyway. No, it's not. That's not the point.
0: All right. Can I answer this dilemma?
1: It's not the point. All right. Yeah. What's what's the dilemma? Oh, are you actually going to like go back and answer this question? A daughter who's a hoe or a gay son who's a hoe?
0: Yeah. I'll answer this question.
1: Homophobic question. (laughs)
0: Well, After if, no, all that, but, but what he's getting out there, what is, is he getting
1: out there? I like how this, you're so somehow able to see like the, the nuance uh, and like the lesson that we're supposed to learn from this ridiculous. Well, if you question. get
0: off your fucking high horse, what he's getting out there is the amount of people that say they're not homophobic, but wouldn't want to have a gay son.
1: Is that w- what's that? Is that what's Yeah. Happening?
0: He's comparing having a daughter who is a, a whore to having a gay son. Like, like that's the same thing. And then he's also a whore. You know, so I, I, I it's it's like to me, this is like the thing. I can't get mad at this is 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 the honesty. What's the matter? What do you what do you point here?
1: I hear something coming out from here. Yeah. Um, oh, how long has that been going on? I don't know. Ah, fuck. Why don't why? Why isn't there just like a daughter who's a hoe or a son who's a whore?
0: Why because 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 a, if a, if is a that guy point you're making. No, because if the, if a guy is. A whore is considered like a stud.
1: Right, so he doesn't even enter the equation. Which is
0: which is, is right, wh- by the way. This is why. Which is right, by the way.
1: Which is right, what?
0: First of all, hold the mic up to you.
1: Which please. is right, what?
0: If if a guy, if your son, is going out there crushing it, he's a stud.
1: Uh huh. And
0: your if your daughter is going it. out there
1: crushing it, yeah,
0: she's a whore. she's also a stud. No, she's not. No, she is. No, she isn't.
1: See, this is what I'm talking about. This question is so
0: fucking and, and offensive.
1: I, it's so can offensive. Can I tell you A why? daughter who's
0: a hoe or a gay I, son who's also a hoe. Like, fuck you. Well, what if he's all like right? 20, 19? He's
1: a I kid. I don't care. Oh, I geez. would say the exact same thing if I had my 19 or 20-year-old right, son. All I'll all be right, like, fuck you. Right with you don't your talk fucking like
0: stuff. Listen to me. I'll tell you why. <laughs> the son the, the crushing it. <laughs> This is an old bit of mine And I'm going to do it for you here in the pocket Because it takes skill As a guy to get laid
1: Oh here it is You just exist as a woman And you can get laid Is that what it is And so men should be applauded for their ability to stick it in a girl Congratulations men of the world you got laid. You know
0: what this is, people. You know what this Hooray
1: is. Hooray for you. you, you know know gold what this star is? for men because you're able to like somehow convince a woman oh, to have sex with God. you. Wow, you're a real fucking Don Juan over there.
0: This is it. Now, just imagine just how hard it is for me to talk to you, to even get a word <laughs> in on this podcast. Now imagine I'm trying to fuck you. That's what it is. And I remember a long time ago. When I was talking to you, I said, okay, let's switch the, let's turn the tables. You come, you were talking about the the dumb shit that guys say to you in a bar. And I said, all right, let's turn the tables. Let's say I have control of my fucking sexuality, right? Not sexuality, my sexual. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who I like. Um <laughs> some days. <laughs> you um, do
1: have control over your sexuality. Yes, you I, own I do. It, honey.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Snap to the north and to the south. Um <gasps> <laughs> twelve and six, honey. Um Oh no. No. What if, what if like what was the scenario? I said, if I, I had control of my sex yeah, drive you and you come, didn't, you told me to, and I said for you to come in and start hitting on me. And, and you I know couldn't. what? You were fucking awful. <laughs> I was awful. You were awful. And, no, and, and then I'm... the greatest line ever what? was I just sat there going like, yeah, whatever. And I was just doing all that type. And you, and you go, you're making this difficult on purpose. And I said, yeah, welcome to my world. And that's what it was. Ooh, so hard to be a guy. I'm not saying it's hard to be a guy. I'm saying in that situation, first of all, that's the entire (laughs) thing. (laughs) That's what all feminism is based in. It's difficult to be a woman and your, your fucking equation, the the feminist equation is, is basic. It's like what? Okay. Lying in a bed. It's easier for a guy to lie on a mattress,
1: nothing about feminism, you know, nothing So for you to sit here and try to act like you know what feminism is and what it means, you need to just stop. All right, then I'll be more
0: general. Women complaining. (laughs) It's it's harder for a a woman to lose weight. It's harder for us to sit in a chair. It's harder for
1: us. You don't need to speak about things that you don't know anything about. But I realize that hasn't stopped you before.
0: Nia, yeah, you've been interrupting me for a fucking half an hour going on your goddamn on the
1: podcast. So, what do you want from me? You want me to just sit here and be like, "Uh-huh."
0: Oh, I yes. thought you were going to be an adult.
1: I I thought I was being an adult. I thought we we're having an adult conversation. We
0: weren't being an You weren't being an adult. You were fucking talking over me. I'm the blowhard. Welcome to my world. You s- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, touche.
1: This is why it works. Between us.
0: No. Shut up. <laughs> you know, something, I'm so pissed I made you those cups. You know, I should have made those things, right? Brought them in here. Look like, oh, that's so sweet. Just mushed them right in your face. How would you like that, Neil?
1: Why are you recalling like an old bit of
0: yours? I'm not recalling. Is that an old bit? Yes, it is. What bit was that one?
1: That's kind of, it's kind of a play
0: on the, the punching
1: the muffins bit.
0: Was are right? muffins. This is a totally different bit. <laughs> I feel like comedians like bitching over a joke. Mine's different. Mine, mine are cupcakes.
1: <laughs> right. Okay.
0: Are you actually going to finish that Gatorade? Are you going to leave one swallow in it and stick it in the refrigerator? <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> you have like fucking 15 things in the refrigerator that'll have one bite or one sip left.
1: I know. I know. It's ridiculous. I don't know. I just.
0: Why don't you go stick another miso soup in there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Till the
0: fucking tapioca, whatever the fuck, your tofu turns green. <laughs>
1: I know. I don't know why I don't
0: just finish it. Hey, no, you don't. You know um, what you finish? The cheese. Anytime uh, I fucking get those nice fucking slices of cheese to my salami sandwich, mm-hmm. I maybe get one sandwich with cheese on it. And then I come back and I'm like, where I the fuck all is the all cheese? the cheese? Yeah. And then you put on your oh, I did something wrong, so I'm going to make a cute face now. I'm i think I, uh, I guess I ate it all.
1: I told you, you can't have cheese in the house with me.
0: All right, can we answer this question, Nia? Nia, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a daughter who's a hoe or a gay son who's also a hoe?
1: I would rather not have a child that would even ask questions like this.
0: That's not an option. It's either or. Nope.
1: Not answering.
0: Oh, you're taking your ball and you're going home? That's right. Why don't you Um, answer it then?
1: I know what you're going to say.
0: I'd rather have a gay son as a I
1: old. knew it. Because at least he's a guy getting some. Like, yeah, he's out there crushing it. He's out there crushing it. Moron. Why? Both you and this person asked this question.
0: What are you talking about? Having a gay son be great. First of all, he could, t- he could teach you how to keep your abs well <laughs> into your 50s. <laughs> as long as he's out there practicing uh. safe sex. Right? I'm assuming that he's a top.
1: Oh, because you're, you're a gay, yeah. son. When we, My, this, if I have
0: a gay son, right. he's gonna when be a have top.
1: son, and if he's gay, you want him to be a
0: top. That's actually a funny line for a fucking character in a movie. My son's gay. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a top. Yeah, but he's, he's a top. He's, he's a top. So you know? it's,
1: it's a different. It's, it's so a different
0: he's still crushing it.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. This is, like, in True Detective, when Woody Harrelson's character, when his, like, chickens come home to roost, so to speak, and his daughter is caught with the two guys in the car, and he starts freaking out at her, and saying, like, what's it like being the captain of the varsity slut team, or whatever, and he's out there whoring around, like, constantly. This is, like, the exact same scenario. How? Where he feels like he's entitled to do all this shit, to fuck all the women that he wants to and can, and yeah, when his daughter is doing the same thing, he's freaking out at her, and she's getting like grounded. There's no skill and involved.
0: you are. Such there a is no skill involved. That it
1: has nothing to do with skill. Okay. It is. You, don't have, you're you're such, you such don't have to you're talk. You don't have to command. That you. You don't want have to convince skill. a guy to fuck like you. It, like it's a sport. Like what the, do you have the the to skill. do?
0: What do you have to do? What do you have to do? Oh my! Show a little leg. Yeah. I come in with my red is. chest here. You think I'm beating him off me? I'm not i got to put on my gloves. i got to put on my big boy pants and, act- go and come up with an opening line.
1: You're a performer who's <laughs> out on stage. Don't try to act like it's so hard for you to get laid, okay? Don't, don't perpetrate this myth that it's so difficult for you You're to get laid. You're actually
0: perpetrating women. a myth. For all of you people aspiring comedians or entertainers, if you want the easy pussy, you, uh, Eddie Murphy did it a long time ago. All you do have to do is sing.
1: Comedians get laid left and right. They get laid left and right, no matter how ridiculous, douchebag, and dirtbag they are. But
0: here's are, the thing. Here's get the thing, laid though. laid
1: left and here's right. Here's the thing. Comedy the, groupies oh, are Jesus. lining up at the Comedy ticket groupies!
0: Booth. There are comedy groupies!
1: There are Hilarious. comedy groupies! There are comedy groupies. Oh, my God. 100%. When do they
0: show up? When you're finally play in a stadium? You go down to a coffee house with a fucking ukulele, Okay. And somebody's blowing you. And you know what? When your fucking sets over. No, no. When when your fucking sets over, you don't have to keep playing the ukulele. As a comedian, you're funny on stage. When you get off, you got to keep fucking, you got to keep the plate spinning.
1: Yeah, you have to still be an entertaining person in order to be considered worthwhile. That's everyone's issue.
0: No, no, no. No, but you can be some mopey coffee house guy. All the leaves are brown and the sky is gray. Right, and then get off stage and just sit there with your shoulders slumped, and they want to take care of you. Next thing you know, they're buying your groceries. <laughs> you never heard of the Guns and Roses? They had like a whole fucking, old harem of fucking chicks paying for paying for their shit. Why? Did those they,
1: guys seem huh? helpless in any way, shape, or form? Did Axel, Rose come off? Did, uh, did Axel Rose come off as helpless, as slash helpless? Does anyone look at those guys as like, oh, they need a mommy? I,
0: I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm just saying, though, Just don't, don't put it out there that you're going to become a comedian. There's certain, get laid. There's certain <laughs> comics. You have to be a good comedian. No, Let's put it that way. No, but there's
1: also like... Be funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nia. Believe me, Nia. Believe me. I have not had the groupies. Trust me. I have a bunch of meathead guys who come out to my show mm-hmm. and the c- occasional like, you know, psychotic woman. <laughs> okay. Lately, I've been turning the corner a little bit, but I got to tell you, like they. For a while there, you did have kind
1: of the, the crazy chicks that were coming up to you afterward. You did have a good period of that.
0: Well, yeah, because I was an I was an angry, believe it or not, people, I was actually way more angry on stage day, <laughs> like today. So I think I scared a lot <laughs> of them away. Um <laughs> But, no, I found, like, Except Me. Th- this is the deal. This, this is what I found with, as, a, as like, a fucking uh, a male comic. Mm-hmm. If you do want to get laid after the shows, I found the comics who talk about sex a lot, you know? And then also, then there's the other ones who have, like, that slumber party energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that, oh, my God, you guys. If mm-hmm. you have, like, that vibe as a straight dude, mm-hmm. that you, you're pretty much in there. Right. You're pretty much in there, but the rest of us,
1: the rest of us,
0: yeah, you still got you got to kind of work. It's it's annoying. Oh, I yeah. actually, do I you actually, to, do you actually have to like
1: work at it and like, you know.
0: Oh God, you're so arrogant. When's the last can, time like, you paid for a fucking drink? Wait, what are you coming off with of this? Oh well, do you have to? Wait? Yeah, yeah, I bust my fucking ass. Excuse me, when's the last time I paid for a drink? Are yes, you talking about since I've yes. been with you, Cause yes, ten
1: years, yes, yeah. Otherwise, if I'm not with you and I'm out, I buy my own drinks. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh,
0: every woman's a hero in their stories. You are your main... You guys are all here. All I will buy pay for stuff. <laughs> oh, yes. the ladies independent. You fucking throw your hands up. But then when the divorce happens, I'm just a girl. I really hate how you, you, hate how you, you talk know like something? you're
1: some bitter divorce guy that's gone through the ringer when it hasn't even fucking happened to you.
0: Whole, it's happened to a lot of my friends.
1: Yeah, and so, so therefore, it's happened to you, right? So you're you. Not, you I, nev- have, you're the I never said. I never said it, it happened about what to me. When people go through a divorce, that's when did, good.
0: When did I say that happened to me?
1: You act like it's happened to you. The way you talk about divorce and this and that, how women do this and women do that, and
0: how come they never talk about it? You never hear them talk about it. You don't. <laughs> well, here's something for you. In here. If I can here's only something for your ass. If I can only talk about what I've actually done. That would make you... That would be, like, I'd have, like, eight subjects. I mean, what do I do? I tell fucking jokes. I go to the airport. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So then what? You can talk about a whole bunch of subjects that you've maybe read up on or know people who've talked about? You went off on the whole gay thing. You're not gay.
1: No, I'm not, So
0: where do you get off telling me what, like, what subjects I can and can't talk about? Touche. Huh? Oh, that's Ah. even... A touche to a touche. We're going to end on a tie. Let's end on a tie. Let's end on a tie. <laughs> oh, a happy ending everybody. <laughs> All right. That's the podcast for this week. Uh, that's it. Uh, please. Uh, if anybody, if you're in the Atlanta area, we got a couple more rows to sell at the tabernacle, uh, for my, my next special on June 20th. And, um, 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 what else, what else, what else, what else? What else? All things comedy and that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> my podcast network No, no, I, I want to say something but I don't want to say you know everybody knows what the fuck happened this week and I, I'm really shook up about it and yeah. I don't know what I get keep getting conflicting reports and that type of thing and I, I feel
1: Just keep Yeah, yeah. And I and I, don't, I don't I
0: don't like I don't like doing that because then they fucking they, they you know and so and so had this to say and it becomes like a fucking I
1: know. a
0: career move. Let me get more Twitter followers because of somebody else's fucking tragic no, night. No, so. it's
1: people that you know, so it's not it's not bullshit though. It's sincere.
0: Exactly. All right. Okay. That's the podcast for this week. I'll talk to you, Cuts. Time to take her over, Daisy. Here this comes.